somebody's favorite radio program. The Tony Bruno Show. The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Parental discretion is advised. The godfather of sports radio. It is a final. Here is Tony Bruno. Tony Bruno. Uh, no, you haven't tuned into the wrong station here on Sirius XM. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Monday, May 18th, the weekend we had some sports back. Not much in the United States of America, Harry Mays, but sports indeed. And finally, the last dance is over. <laughs> and the big question around radio and TV sports shows is what are we going to do next Monday when we don't have the last dance to talk about anymore, baby? Well, we got the Tiger Woods <laughs> documentary next Sunday, I believe. Yeah, but that's only a one-time deal. Well, I know, but it gets you through month. It gets you through next week. But don't we have the golf tournament next? The uh, the event as well next weekend? No, actually, that is in that's twenty-three in days and sixteen Wait hours. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Yes. Wait a minute! Right now, ladies and gentlemen, Harry Mays. The Harry Mays you hear on this program each and every day. It's June has 11th, an actual that is. countdown clock on his phone to the Colonial. The Matt, the uh, I hope it's better than the Rory McIlroy debacle. It had better be better than that. <laughs> At least I don't want a closest to the pin to decide the damn thing. That was the the hokiest thing I've ever seen. Is I like lost a, my bet because of that dumb. That's why ball. you're mad about that. So you do bet against Rory McIlroy because yes. he's an un-American no, jerk. It wasn't because oh, of that. Okay, I thought maybe that's why. No, I actually <laughs> thought Ricky Fowler was the right side. <laughs> if only he had a partner that could actually help him. Wait a minute! I thought you loved the wolf. No, kid. I'm not a fan of. I'll wolf. tell you what, his swing is a lot like mine, Harry. Oh. He takes that thing back. I, I don't know how to. Hell I he can't watch guy. it. I cannot watch <laughs> he it. He was cranking that Between driver, him and Shambo, <laughs> if that's what golf turns into, I'm not watching it anymore. Are you kidding me? Yes. That wow. guy reminds me of my swing. Yeah. It's like there's nobody no way, wants to see that. It's like no way I could hit. He hit, was hitting at 357. He's got that little <laughs> stupid move that gets hey, it ready. To, oh, it works for him. Just don't try it at home. Wow. Okay? So I don't wait a remember. You're, you're, do you have a wind-up too, Tony? I'm all over the place. I do, don't, do you do that little thing? Uh, well, no, I move. You know, I, I can't keep my feet. But he couldn't keep No. I, the, the worst part is I get it because the guy can crank it. Oh, yeah. But it's he, a 360. I he think was he moving his feet, which you're not supposed to do, right? Well, I know, but the, all the bets are off nowadays. You know, you watch Bubba Watson swing. His feet are all over the place too. It's So Harry Mays yeah. not only lost his golf bet. Yep. But I won pissed. on Saturday. I won money on the golf course on Saturday. Well, that's, that's all so, that matters. I mean, that's really, that's, that's all, all that matters. matters. Yeah. But, hey, listen, I was watching. I was watching NASCAR. I was watching Bundesliga. Oh, me too. Robin and I were watching Dortmund and Skalke. Yeah. Schalke. 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 They got, they got wiped. Say that again. 4 yeah, it was like 4 nothing. That's like, that's like a 28 to nothing blowout in the NFL. She's more than that. It's like a 62 to nothing Alabama game yeah. against some. Citadel. Citadel. Yeah. Why do you always have to pick I on the Citadel, Harry? I shouldn't do that. They play some other uh, yeah. lackeys, too, early in the season. You know what I mean? <laughs> lackeys. I watched uh, Sunday, too. That Bayern Munich team is fun to of watch. Course. That's a, that is yes. a soccer team. They're the best side over oh there in the God. Bundesliga. Although the one thing. This is Lewandowski, the, dude. Not Corey Lewandowski. No. no. Not him. The echo of the empty stadiums, though. It's weird. You know, you, you, in the UFC, you can hear the brutality. And now they've done three weeks 
Uh, actually, they've done three matches. Yeah, I haven't watched any of that. In seven days. Saturday, Wednesday, yeah. Saturday. And they're going to go right back at it again. And people at home are waiting to see how many of those people die in 12 days. Mm. That's what people sit at home. Oh, my God. Wait till, hap- wait till we wait 14 days where you're going to see what happens. I'd rather watch Dana White's press conferences <laughs> than the actual fights. Yeah, it was, it was a little bloody this yeah. weekend. There were dudes that were covered in blood. Oh, really? And baseball's worried about oh. whether the manager can stand on the railing. Yeah, that's, they, the, that's the world we live in now. And then the now. announcer, who was, who was announcing it? But they, they, they were Joe so Rogan? Not, yeah. They, no, it wasn't Joe. It was somebody no. else that was talking about because he was obviously a former player. And you he was fighter, saying, Robin. Fighter. He was saying how... Uh, you you as a as a fighter you know the difference between sweat and blood mm. because of the way it drips and then all of a sudden you taste the copper there you go wow. Harry. you're not getting that kind of breakdown taste the copper yeah. not the tommy copper i don't recommend those at all cuz red you, he said you can it. keep telling yourself that it's just sweat <laughs> until you taste the copper i'm like wow. oh and his head was just covered <laughs> anyway so that's what happened so you had bundesliga you had the golf you had NASCAR down there in Darlington, South Carolina. Did you watch any of that? Huh? I did. That I was did. good. I watched a little bit of and that. And you know what? And that's a sport, even though the fans make it better, you can still hear the roar of the engine. So the crowd, to me, when you look at the sports, obviously UFC and wrestling, the crowd helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But those guys can still do it because they're not paying attention to the crowd for the most part. Well, the wrestling guys are because yeah. they play to the crowd. I don't but miss the, the UFC, crowd But the golf. UFC guys... And golf, it doesn't really matter, yeah. does it? No. I, I, you hear I, one strapper yell, hey. Right, mashed potatoes or and whatever. And what's your other favorite that they yell? Light the candle is another one. <laughs> Get in the hole. Yeah. Baba exactly. Booey. Yeah, Baba, Baba Booey, Booey, of course. <laughs> what's Jeez. your favorite stupid thing to do on the golf course? So anyway, I believe golf can be – now, they're going to play golf because, A, there's social distancing, although there was one point during the match yesterday, Harry – where I jumped on, I was getting ready to call the N- I was ready to call Mike Tirico at NBC. I was ready to call the PGA commissioner, even though it wasn't a sanctioned event. Mm-hmm. As you know, the question I had, as many golf nerds would do on various Saturdays and Sundays during the PGA tour, they would see some sort of a violation. Guy in the rough, mm-hmm. you know, near a tree, grounded his club, grounded his club, and then some some know-it-all at home would call and say. There should be a stroke penalty. There should be a penalty right there. Right. And then NBC would actually go back and watch the tape and then enforce a penalty because some guy sitting at home would call in. I know. I know. You don't have that really so, anymore. Weasels. Well, I, I almost did that yesterday. I said I saw Rory McIlroy and Dustin Johnson. They were definitely within two feet of one another on the, on the green, on the 14th green. And I wanted to call somebody because if, if I, what happens in 14 days? What happens if Rory McIlroy... And Dustin Johnson die 14 days from now. I want to be the guy that says, see, I told you they were too close. They were not social distancing. So why did somebody not run out onto the green and separate them? You know what the penalty should have been, Harry? They should have, had, they should have been forced to move the ball back. I say they were two feet apart. They would have to move the ball four feet back from the spot where it landed, where they marked it on the green to putt for birdie. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of penalty enforcement that should have been in place yesterday if they had listened to me when I called Mike Tirico and NBC Sports. There was an also an, an earlier instance, too. I don't know if you noticed this. 
Steve Sands, and I think somebody must have told him. Yes. Because he was interviewing Dustin Johnson walking. on, like, the first fairway. And they're he walking together. He was standing together. right next exactly. to him. Exactly, and not even and wearing like, a mask, and I love doing? Steve Sands. Somebody must have said something because yeah. the rest of the match, he was far away from everybody. Because on the NASCAR, after Kevin Harvick got out of his car in mm. Darlington, you know, the the uh, the reporter had a long, he had the long boom mic. Right. And he was standing, <laughs> standing six feet away. Steve Sand is walking. I thought he was going to put his arm around Dustin Johnson and say, hey, how's the wife? I know. By the way, you got any new pictures? Because she's spectacular. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And how about the time Dustin Johnson <laughs> tees off, right, and just starts walking down the fairway, forgot his bag. I know. He had to go back and get his bag. They carry their own his bags. Bag. Yeah, I, that was the funniest part, yeah. watching guys carry their own bags. And wearing shorts. And wearing shorts. Because you never shorts. see them in exactly. shorts. But that's a pretty course down there, Harry. Oh, that's awesome. Have you played that no, course no, down there? hell no. What's the matter with you, man? I'm not allowed on that property, Tony. You're the, a Florida guy. The authorities would be <laughs> alerted immediately. <laughs> there are boats out in the water. Uh-huh. It's nice to be looking at places where people can go out there and continue to live their lives, mm-hmm. isn't it? The place is great. That's, that place is spectacular. It's phenomenal. Speaking yeah. of spectacular, Phil Sims, he lives near a really good golf course, Harry. I'm going to see if I can get you on when Phil comes on today. Okay. Phil Sims of CBS Sports. And, of course, the last dance, the big story. And it ended on a pretty bizarre note. One thing we learned last night, because all of the other stuff we knew about. Mm-hmm. We knew about Reinsdorf. We knew about Isaiah Thomas and all the people he didn't like, and he really didn't like them. We knew he was a motivator. But the one thing we learned last night, and I can't believe, how many years later are we talking about? Well, it's 22 the, years. The Utah Jazz. Remember, they beat the Jazz to win championships back-to-back. Yeah, and I hated that Jazz team, too. You hated that oh, team? Oh, yeah. I you didn't like John Stockton? I couldn't stand that squad. I didn't like Sloan, the coach. I mean, I wow. respected Malone, but I didn't like Stockton, Hornacek, none of those guys. Dude. Yeah. Those tacky uniforms. Oh, Come on, Harry. Utah. Of course, it's, it's no Jazz. The biggest problem I had with the Utah Jazz is they kept the name from the New Orleans Jazz. Right. And they moved to Utah and didn't change their name. It has nothing to do with it. Should no have been jazz the Utes or Utah. something. It should have been the Utes. I agree. It's ridiculous. That's why they shouldn't have won. Not just the reasons you specified. But the best part is what I learned last night is never order a pizza when you're in Utah. That's right. <laughs> Robin? Tony, you didn't give me any warning. I'm talking about Utah. The last dance, I said the first cut is Michael Jordan didn't have the flu. That's what we learned, that he had some bad pizza in Salt Lake City. Pizza capital of the West. Oh, absolutely. When When I'm in Salt Lake City. The first thing I think of is getting a miniature for my hotel room because you can't get boots. In Utah. I'm looking at Marriott. So it was George, myself, Tim. Yeah, I think a couple of security guys. The night before the game, we were all in Michael's room, hanging out. But it's like 10, 10.30 at night. I'm hungry. No room service. Michael gets hungry. So, all right, so we're calling all these different places. George and I are looking around. We find one pizza place open. One. So he ordered a pizza. And uh, when the pizza came, there was four or five guys outside the door. Five guys delivering one pizza. You know, it's very rare that you get five delivery guys from, you know, the pizza place to bring you your pizza. And they're all trying to look in and, you know, everybody knew his mind. So I take the pizza, I pay, I pay them, and I, I put this pizza down, and I, I said, I got a bad feeling about this. I eat the pizza all by myself. Nobody else eats. I eat the pizza. I wake up about 2.30, throwing up left and right. At 3 o'clock in the morning, I get a call. My roommate, man, come to your room right now. 
All right, I get into him. He's literally curled up in a ball, shaking. He goes, man, find a team doc now. So it really wasn't a flu game. It was, it was food poison. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And now you know the rest of the story. Never has an incident had such dramatic music in reference to a guy getting sick on crappy pizza in Utah back in the day. Harry. I can't believe he didn't have a, a food tester. Like Scott Burrell, that should have been his job. I know, he yelled that, at him enough. Yeah, to taste that pizza. <laughs> Make sure this is poisonous Thomas pizza. should have been sent into the room. Jeez. Unfortunately, food poisoning doesn't happen like within seconds, though. It, you know, it takes a while to percolate, as they say. <laughs> and five guys, that's a burger joint. I know. That's a five guys there with a pizza. So, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you leave your house, if you're safe to go out and you're afraid not to leave the house, I don't recommend going to Salt Lake City for a pizza. Because, you know, there's certain places where you don't buy a pizza, Harry. You know what I mean? It's like going and getting sushi in a gas station restaurant exactly. when you're on the road. He would have been just better off getting a DiGiorno at the, exactly. at the grocery store. He would have been better off just going outside and going to some Kumad's house and having her make a, like a homemade DiGiorno out of her, you know, pull out a, a pizza from the freezer, a Totino's or something, or DiGiorno if you want to go upscale. You know, get a crappy pizza and throw it in the oven. It's Michael Jordan, for God's sake. You know what I'm saying? And he was hungry. <laughs> he wasn't hungry. He was hungry. <laughs> we have tape of what he was saying. This is how hungry he was in Utah, Harry. I want to eat his children. You're talking about eating people's kids and stuff. That's real hungry. MJ, baby, the last dance. Coming up, we're going to get into a lot of good stuff today, Harry. We've already covered golf. We'll talk baseball and why baseball appears that they are really, really, really doing all they can to not have a baseball season. Unbelievable. It is incredible. This is the most incredible list of stupidity, insanity. You know, that's why I have to say, Harry, baseball is still a national past its time. Because of the stupid rules, we're going to call it the national past its time when you hear the nonsense that they're throwing out there today. That's still ahead. Phil Sims will restore normalcy. To this whole shabacle. No pizza today, Harry. <laughs> we do have leftover uh, barbecue, though. Oh, I don't know do? if it's safe to eat today. Oh, that was since last it. Friday. I don't, I don't, I don't know about that. Now. I got to worry about what I, I can't eat pizza, so I'm not worried. Tony and Harry, it's Monday. We're just getting started. Stick around. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the US. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. 
Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. There are those who stand forever ready. Ready to defend the nation. Ready to fight for what matters. No matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today, and if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more and when we do washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety you can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products manufactured right here in the u.s we offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to supersized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10 percent off today forcefield.com discount code radio hey this is tony bruno be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Ah, yes, kids. Tony and Harry here, solving the world's problems giving our opinions, which is basically what the talk radio is all about the last time I checked, Harry. We're here to give opinions. And other people have opinions. And you can have your opinion, and I'll have mine. But don't lecture me on what you don't know about, and I don't lecture you on what I don't know about. What I do know about is sports and fun and Phil Sims. I know a lot about that guy. Even though we were bitter enemies, sort of like Jordan and Isaiah Thomas 
Phil Simms and I used to have this kind of relationship. Yeah, but those guys still have that relationship. I know. I, see, I, Bill, Phil and I settled our differences. Right, okay. Because Phil and I had this, uh, you know, he's a Giants guy. He played for the Giants. Sure. He won a couple Super Bowls, I believe, up there. And then I was an Eagle fan. And we, when we worked together, we'd always make bets against Giants and Eagles games. And then I lost a bet, and it was a dinner. And I paid up, and I bought Phil Simms dinner to make it all copacetic. Well, that right, couldn't Phil? have been cheap. No, it was good then. You think yeah. I'm going to take him to, like, five guys and get a pizza? Well, like get Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Phil Sims joins us up there from North Jersey. St- Jersey still locked in up there in North Jersey, where things are a lot better than they are in South Jersey and in New York City. Phil, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Great to be on with you guys. Uh, Tony, I-, I don't know. Your, your recollection, and your, you never paid up for nothing. Are you serious, Phil? And you lost more than one bet. You lost so many damn bets to me. What year was it that we had those bets? We were betting on more than just the Eagles and the Giants. We were betting on the Eagles and this and that. What year was that? Do you know? Hell no. I don't even rem- I remember paying up the bet. I think I even have the receipt from the dinner because you kept well, getting Where did we crap. go to dinner? Where did we go to dinner? I don't know. Some fancy place in New York. I thought you wrote it off. No, oh, I don't man, write that kind of stuff off. off. Who do I man, look like? I don't forget. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't forget nothing. And that was 1994, by the way. <laughs> and it was like stealing. That's all I can say. <laughs> Every bet, Tony. Yeah. Oh, the, the Eagles. Whatever came out of his mouth, it had always something to do with Philadelphia. And it was during the Eagles, during football season. And every time he bet on them, they lost. So I don't know. So, but it's all good. Good to be on, Tony. Good to see you, uh, ba- or hear you back in action. I like that little opening dialogue. It's our opinions, or whatever. And then, and if they're not, they're not facts. They're our opinion. I don't. What was that right. again? Don't, don't you don't do know. the same thing on CBS? And and what happens to you when you go on Inside the NFL, or you're on CBS, and you give an opinion as a guy who played at the highest no, level? No, 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 no. Wait, hold it, hold it, hold it. <laughs> I don't give opinions. I give facts. I don't just, you know. So you just, you just throw out numbers. You just throw out numbers and don't have anything to relate to the numbers once you have the facts. Then you give an opinion based on the facts, right? Well, okay. <laughs> One, I don't throw I'm not a big numbers guy either. I don't really deal in numbers a lot. Oh, this guy on third down in the third. Some of these numbers just, they mean nothing to me and whatever. So, but, you know, usually I talk about something I really know in depth. Yes, I, I guess, of course, when something we talk about, well, it wouldn't come, come up that way. But if we talk about something I haven't really studied or whatever, then, yeah, I might give a casual opinion about it. So there you go. I got it. Why, why were people ripping, you know, because we had Joe Buck on, and you, all you guys who do this at the highest level, they always listen and they want to hear you say something that they believe is something in reference to ripping a fan base like you do with me. I mean, it's open with you and me. I mean, I ripped the Giants, and when you were there and the Giants were good, they would beat the Eagles all the time. But then now the Giants can't beat the Eagles no matter who the quarterback is. So you're still a Giants apologist, aren't you, Phil? I, I never have been. What do you mean, I'm still? <laughs> they, you know, some people say, hey, you know, you, you, something about the Giants to me, fans all the time. I said, you know, listen, uh, they cut me back in uh, 1994, so I'm still not part of the organization. I don't get paid. Yes, I still like the owners and some people that are still there. But I think I'm uh, pretty honest when it comes to talking about the New York Giants. I know, so. Phil. Come on, Phil. You're, you're getting all uppity. We're having fun here, man. No, I'm not having I'm not getting up. You're right. I don't know why. Hey, look, I got defensive there when you said I, I take up for the Giants. I really did. Well, you know, because, people, when you win a couple Super Bowls with a team, everybody always asks, you know, well, who was the, the, the Giants? You are known with the New York football Giants, Phil. Yes, and I And you'll understand. always be a, known as New York football Giants. 
That's right. You got it. I guess I will be. And, and you and Bill fine. Parcells I'm, are still good, aren't you? We've always been good. Okay. You know, listen, that's, a, that's another thing. Yes, he yelled at me all the time. But the great thing about Bill was you could yell back at him. And I yelled back a lot. And we would have, he would actually, I would yell at him sometimes and, like, catch him. He'd go, oh, you want to hit me, don't you? And I'd just go, I'd look at him and go, man, there's something wrong with you. I mean, what, what Ed Coach would say that in, in any, any sport? Bill just had a different way. We might not ever see another coach like Bill Parcells ever. So, it's kind of like was, a, an old-school tough love yeah. scenario. I see a 30. Where's the 30 yeah, for 30 on Phil Sims and Bill Parcells no, the and the Giants? era with the Giants exactly. would be fascinating. How can that not be a 30 for 30, Phil? Well, one, there's, it's, uh, it's a new world or an old world back then, so there's not video much of anything, and especially our interactions during practice. <laughs> so his favorite, I always say this, played under Bill Parcells for eight years. Of course, we had great success. And when he retired, I had to come home and check my birth certificate to see if my first name began with a P or an F. Because for eight years, I was F and Sims. <laughs> F and Sims. F and Sims. It just it never ended. Well, it, you can spell, you know, you can spell it, Phil with an F, you know, depending. Well, I guess you can. Yeah. One, of, one of my teammates once said, you know, you should just write FS so like Lawrence Taylor does LT. And I go, what? Excuse me, what'd you say? He goes, FS. I said, hmm, I thought I heard you say that. So I spread the rumor through the locker room, and this guy took a beating. I got kind of um, worried. I said, guy, he was a defensive lineman. I said, he's going to kick my rear end. <laughs> then I told everybody this story. But, yeah, Bill was – I forgot my train of thought there, but – a 30 for 30. You, 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 couldn't, you don't have all the video. In the we wouldn't have enough video, no. Yeah. And it, the only ones we have is when he's mic'd up. And then when he was mic'd up, he really wasn't Bill Parcells. I'd come to the sideline, and one time I come to the sideline, and it stopped because somebody's hurt. And uh, he goes, oh, so who's hurt? Who's hurt? And I say who it is. He goes, oh, well, I hope he's okay. And I, and I basically said, I don't give a crap if he's hurt or I'm being very kind how I say that. And he goes, oh, come on, Sims, social, do the class. And this time I'm looking at him going, who are you? <laughs> and, of course, I found out later he was, you know, I saw it in NFL Films. He was mic'd up, so he turned into a different guy when he was mic'd up. So he had to be, that was usually once or twice a year. So, but there um, has to be, we're not talking about the 30s. I mean, we have great tape of, of old school coaches. I mean, Lombardi screaming, you know, what the hell's going on out there? And matriculate well, well, yeah. that, you know, keep it and, and in Buffalo, keep matriculating the ball. And then, of course, the great uh, Hank Stram. Hank Stram in Kansas City. Keep oh, matriculating was, the that, ball that, down the field, boys. Hank Stram playing in the Super Bowl. I don't even think he knew where he was at. He was so nervous about that mic being. <laughs> hey, Lenny, Lenny, run that play. You know the one. You know, Lenny, Lenny, uh, you know, whatever that play is, running that play. He couldn't even, he didn't know the name of it. It was, that was great. But, yeah. Bill, I don't know how often these coaches got mic'd up back in the days, um, but I don't think we could hear some of the real things that went on. I mean, it would be a lot of bleeping. I'd come to the sideline. Dallas Cowboys were playing down there. Sims, tell those effing linemen if they don't do this, and you tell those damn wide receivers, and you tell the running backs, and and he goes, and he kind of says something very negative about me. And I'm going, can you give me a play? I mean, just give me a play. I came over here for the play, and you're just killing our whole offense. And that's kind of how it was. He played that game. He played it well. And in practice, last real quickie, he yelled at the offensive lineman one day, just destroying them. 
And when he yelled at you, everybody else was allowed to laugh, like, hey, get him, Bill, out of the way. And I'm standing behind him, I'm smiling, going, yeah, fix this old line, because my ass has been getting beat for about three straight weeks in a row. And, of course, he gets done, he turns around, and he goes, and Sims, it's your effing fault. And I just went, well, of course, everything is, you know. I said, why? He goes, because she used to be their leader. Now you're their buddy, their friend. Go take them out to dinner again. See how that's working out. Why don't you lead instead of, you know, this and that? I was like, oh, my God. And the sad thing is I'd get in my car and drive home and go, Bill's right. You know, I, I kind of let it get away from me and had to go back to doing my job and holding them accountable, things like that. So that was just typical Bill. Bill Sims breaking it down. You never heard this. This is much better than the lad. Did you ever have bad pizza, food poisoning on the road, Phil? Where you oh, thought, my God, I saw that. You, where yeah. you thought it was the flu, and then you realized you were in another city where they don't have good pizza, and they sent it to your room, and you ate the whole damn thing because you were hungry? Yeah, no, see, nobody, no team would ever do that because they, they wanted me to play. So, <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about food poisoning or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, let Sims play. We, you know... They That's were, the old Don Coriel story. Uh, well, I won't even get into that one. It's a great one. <laughs> they just sent now, that. listen, let's hit that quarterback. <laughs> let's still hit him too hard because that backup's really good. You know, it's, uh, it's, I, don't, I don't want to mention who he was talking about, but, yeah, Don Coriel used to give these pieces the night before the game. They had a lift. And he said, you know, well, I can't, I can't tell any of these stories. No, tell they, the oh, story. Crazy. Just clean it up. Well, he just said, you know what, he meets the team, the Chargers, for the first time, and he goes in, and he starts talking, he goes, one thing I hate about this lift, I can't say, you know, uh, it ends with the T and begins with an S. Yes. I can't say that, and, you know, whatever. So that was made everybody laugh and kind of broke the ice, and he went on from there. But he was great for the night before. One time they're playing a game, and he goes, listen, when we go out there and play those Oakland Raiders tomorrow, and everybody goes, we're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. It doesn't matter who we're playing. <laughs> uh, so he was quite a character. He was great. It was great. So Back in that okay. day, they would have sent the pizza to Lawrence Taylor's room, Tony, but he wouldn't have been in the room to eat it. Exactly. You know, it's wow, interesting. Good, that is really good. You're right. They would have said, wow, Lawrence is really asleep. He won't wake up as we're knocking the door. And you know how yes. fans are, Phil. I mean, we, we heard the stories about, you know, players would come into a town like Philly or other mm -hmm. places. Pull the fire alarm. They'd pull the fire stuff. alarm in the hallway so you guys couldn't sleep on the Saturday night before yeah, the game. We, and yep. that happens everywhere, right? It still happens today. You're trying to get into the other team's head, and you do all kinds of stupid stuff to throw them off so they're not 100% game day, right? Uh, well, you know, I didn't know it still happened. I would think they, like, fire alarms and stuff like that. These hotels are so locked down with the players now. Uh, you know, when I was doing games, it was just, wow. It was like you had to go through eight security checks to walk into a room just so you could talk to a player. But, um we were playing the Chicago Bears in 1985 in the playoff game, and I got a phone call, 2 a.m., you know, your father, you need to call your father, this is Dr. So-and-so, he's not doing well. And I'm like, whoa, I hang up, I'm calling my brothers, and I have seven brothers and sisters, and I'm, I'm calling, finally get a hold of my oldest brother. I said, Tommy, what, what's going on? What's wrong with Dad? And he's like, what? What are you talking about? So he finally got a hold of me. He says, hey, everything's, everything's fine. And I stayed up for like three hours trying to get the story and, you know, never got any sleep. But, it, you know, not that that mattered in the game, but uh, those things were pulled back then, that's for sure. That's a low blow there. That that really yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah. It was pretty rough because I was freaking out. I yeah, really was. I would too. And I did not go back to sleep. But I wasn't the guy that slept a lot the night before games anyway. I'd just watch TV and sit there as late as possible and 
I remember the night before the Super Bowl uh, out in Pasadena. Joe Montana was doing Saturday Night Live. So I stayed up to watch that, you know, and I said, man, Joe did a hell of a job. I didn't know he was that funny. He was really good. And then I watched the movie, and all of a sudden I look, I go, wow, really late. It's like 4 o'clock. So I laid down for a couple hours, got up, went downstairs, started having coffee. Just, okay, when we go in the stadium, this is, man. And not nervous. It wasn't being nervous. It's just it didn't feel like sleeping. So that was that was pretty common with me, though. Isn't that the perfect game that you threw then? The next day? Uh, it was pretty close to that, yeah. <laughs> 20, 22 of 25. Exactly. So yeah. you, you, yeah. prove, you prove the old adage, stay up late. That's right. Yes, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sleep is overrated. Just <laughs> 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 <Dad> Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> We're talking with Phil oh, Sims. Man. Now, Phil, i got to get to the football stuff. Cause yeah, let's see, do something, yes. Everybody's shut down. You've been shut down. You live in North Jersey. It's not really uh, the hot spot up there as far as the virus. So what have you been doing? I mean, I'm sure you're doing a lot of Zoom stuff with the CBS guys, right? I mean, what are you doing football-wise? You watch the draft. You keep up to date on what's going on, right? What's happening? Yeah, well, what's happening? First off, when this is all over, if I meet the guy that created Zoom, I'm going to knock him out. (laughs) Okay? Because, hey, let's have a Zoom call. Zoom, Zoom. We get on and go, what was this call about? Well done, just just to talk. Well, hell, can't we call each other? Uh, Yeah, I've done a lot of Zooms, but that's kind of been fun just to stay involved. I followed the draft, of course, very close. I um, really enjoyed that. And, you know, um, thankfully I got some uh, area to move around in. I got a great gym in my house, so I don't have to worry about that. Um, I'm getting sick of it, though, i got to tell you the truth. Uh, but, you know, stay busy, that's for sure. Ta- doing a lot of radio. I, I actually call radio stations. Hey, can I come on? <laughs> I no, when we contacted you, when Robin contacted you, my producer, you wrote back to her, y'all come on two segments, though. Because, you know, you go on these radio stations, and they give you like six minutes, and then they got a break. Mm-hmm. Here, yeah, here it is. So, Phil, what about Tom Brady? Well, you know, and what about this? And, and you know, what about, you know, Tua? And then, okay, thanks for coming on. And We're I'm up like, against the break here, Phil. <laughs> We're up against the break. I'd like to get you on in another month or so. Uh, can we get you back on in the future? Can you, is the break already there? No, no, no I'm no. pretending I'm the guy that has to go to oh. a break after a five-minute segment so I can go to 15 minutes of commercials. You, know, well, what you I mean? know what I do? I really do tell people, look, I'm not coming on for one segment. I'm just not going to do that. it because we don't get into anything except the glaring headline. Oh, Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. By the way, what My about God. Tom Brady to Tampa Bay? Do you and Tom get along? And have you ever walked in a coach's house naked without realizing you were walking into the wrong house? <laughs> he walked into Byron Lepwich's house naked? No, he walked into the wrong house. He thought he was going into Byron Lepwich's house. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I don't think I ever did anything like that. No. No. Um, I, I don't even know how to answer that. I'm just figuring out how many ways can I say Tom Brady because the season does go along. So today, the big game, the Giants and the you know Dallas Cowboys playing, and we're going to talk about it. Tom, uh, Phil, what do you think about Tom Brady? <laughs> oh, well, uh, he's great. Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I don't, I don't know. So, But, they, of course, it's big news. Great quarterback, uh, all that changing teams, and now he's got Gronk down there. I mean, so they're going to sell out that stadium for sure for the first time in probably uh, many, many years. So it's going to be exciting that part of it. it, it really uh, right, enough about Tom Brady. We're, we're running short on time here. I don't want to talk anymore about Tom Brady. Good, stop. Go, go answer me. <laughs> well, Just ask me a damn question. It's worth answering, would you? Well, Phil, go back to the Giants. <laughs> what was your reaction when they hired Joe Judge? Oh, I guess I was surprised. Um, 
you know, I didn't even really know Joe Judge was going to be a candidate out there for head coaching jobs. Right. So I think this, just this, I don't know, I've never met him. Went to New England 950 times during my announcing career, <laughs> and I saw him talking to Bill Belichick a lot, but I never got to say hi to him. And we've been te- we texted a little bit, but I still, to this day, have not talked to him. But, you know, the Giants, I think, are looking for an overseer, a guy that goes around and coaches everybody. Like a CEO, kind of. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what Bill Parcells did. I'm sure that had something to do with it. Bill Parcells was an expert at everything. You know, now, Sims, when you're throwing that out cut, I want you, you know, like, oh, like, you know, what? And, you know, he, he coached he coached the line, D-line, defensive backs, punt returners. He walked around and coached every player on the field. And I think they envisioned that for Joe Judge. And if you read thing about Matt Rule down in Carolina, mm-hmm. that's who he is. He wants to – Bill Parcells is his idol. He coached Temple and Baylor University like that. I know some of the players on Baylor, Baylor very uh, – I'm very close to them. And they would tell me things about him. I go, oh, my God, that's Bill Parcells. <laughs> and I'll give you a real quick one. Their quarterback is Charlie Brewer. So I know him. We throw with him every once in a while. And he said he's at a camp, the youth camp they have at all these colleges. And he's working with the quarterbacks. And Matt Rule walks by and goes, hey, Charlie – can you find me somebody to take your place? Oh, my God, I'm tired of you. And just, you know, like keeps walking on. I cleaned it up. And Charlie just goes, You're, you know, you can imagine what he's thinking. And he would say back to him as he got some power and kept winning games from Matt Rule and put him in the spotlight, you know, the, the, that dynamic changed a little bit. He could talk back and have a little fun with Matt Rule. Yeah. Talk so. with Phil Sims of CBS. And one of the gifts that we have running is you uh, dusting off with a duster, the Emmy Award inside the uh, – Inside the NFL studios, oh, yeah. there. That was that set up. Was that was that was that staged, or did you really get the do you get the dust thing out and dust off the Emmy Awards? Um, I don't. I, what are you talking about? There's a video of you in the studios of Inside the NFL where you appear during the season, if we have a season, and in one of them you have a duster, one of those feather dusters, and you're right. dusting off the Emmy Awards on the shelf there. I know the the show is great; it's won all the Emmy Awards. Why were you the designated duster? Well, uh, there's a lot of answers there. I was probably the only one who knew how to use a duster and has ever done anything to clean a house. So I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I just saw that. I didn't even realize it was up there. Let's get to the other stuff. Do you think Boomer was going to clean off the dust? Yeah, would Boomer do that? Well, he'd just talk at it. He talked so much, he'd blow the dust off of it. So we didn't have to worry about it. (laughs) I love when there's that New York on New York quarterback crime. We don't, oh, have yeah, enough, we don't have enough of that in sports. Let me tell you that right now. Phil, i got to ask you about the season now because everybody, sure. the NFL has had the advantage as far as during this pandemic that they were able to keep business going. They altered the draft. It came off, and it came off better than a lot of right. people thought it would. You know, everything's virtual now. Guys are getting signed. Quarterbacks are getting signed. There's still people out there that need to be signed. They're not going to be sought. The Cam Newton one is still a question mark, but everybody's worried about his health. Do you think there's going to be a season in September because things are starting to open up? I know there's people that said we'll never play sports again, and then there's the other people on the other side that say let's play sports tomorrow. I'm trying to look at this logically. And right. we look at the progression, and we see teams are going back to the NFL. Some of the facilities are going to be opening up soon, and we're talking about early June. So I think we're going to see football in September. What do you think? Well, listen, this is just an opinion. Um, so, I thought you don't um, give opinions, Phil. Well, I, I usually don't, but you ask me a question I have no facts on, so – I, I, listen, I would say this, just, just guessing, and, and my opinion is, if it is delayed, 
it, I don't think it'll be long. I think by October at latest we will start the football season, and I think we'll get it, you know, uh, you, you've heard all the plans that maybe they'll get rid of the bye week, no week off between the championship games and the Super Bowl, all those kind of things. Uh, so I do believe as I watch, man, I tell you, every night I watch the news, and lately I just I, I can't take anymore. Mm-hmm. I can't listen. And, and uh, But I, I do have a great feeling about it that uh, we will see NFL football this year and a good portion of the year where we feel like we – uh, get to the teams that we think are truly the two best to play in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you, after watching the soccer this weekend with empty buildings, I can't imagine an NFL game with an empty stadium. Yeah. That would be weird. And, and you know, I, I think I read whatever. If they do do it, they're going to pump crowd noise into yeah. the the viewers. Not in the stadium, right? Just into the viewers. So you'll hear crowd noise. So. Yeah, we had well, when Joe Buck was on, he was talking. That's when he had just learned that that's what they were going to do at least at Fox, and I'm sure the other networks will follow suit. Well, you know what? I would say don't put crowd noise in. Put those mics near the field, and the people will be going, oh, my gosh, because <laughs> when, they, when they see or hear the collisions in NFL football, they'll, they won't believe it. And I stood on a field, I don't know, a couple years ago. Oh, well, just like this year. I was at the championship game, Tennessee and Kansas City, and I'm standing on the sidelines, and they're right in front of me. They're pl- running and playing. I'm going, oh, did I played this game? <laughs> and it's, it's the, of course, the size, but the speed and everything that was going on, I was just like, it's, it's almost hard to believe that, that, that men, human beings or whatever, can absorb all the speed and punishment, whatever you want to say about the game. But they do. And then I think back, well, I was in my 20s and 30s, and, you know, you're at the part of your life and you've trained all of your life to take that kind of hitting and all that there is to it. But I think if the fans really heard it without crowd noise, I think they'd be very surprised how physical the game is, even more than they think. Bill, last thing, and my buddy uh, Harry Mazier is a prolific golfer. He's played 100 times. And every guest we have on always happens to live, you know, like Jim Nance, you know, he lives on a golf course at Pebble Beach. And everybody we've right. had on seems to live near or a, a great golf course. And I know you live near a great golf course, but I talked to you before the show earlier, and you said you don't play golf anymore, so you can't even get Harry Mays on your course up there in North Jersey, right, which is a great <laughs> course. Well, yeah, I'm not even a member of any courses or anything like that. So, yeah, I quit playing, I, I don't know. You, you know, years go by so fast. I'm going to say 13 years ago, I think is what I told you. That's just a guess. I don't know. I kept my membership for about six more years. I go, why do I have this when I don't play? Because I don't go out in the sun. And um, so do I miss it? Yes, at times. If I drive by a golf course, I go, man, that looks good. But uh, (laughs) it's okay. You know what it's done? It's made me do some other things that I really enjoy. And I'm almost glad that I don't even play golf because I'm neurotic so I'd always practice. I'd be in my backyard practicing, hitting balls, chipping, putting on the you know, the the bedroom floor at night, whatever, all that stuff. You know, just it's the way I was. So it's led me to a lot of other things which I enjoy, and I'm glad it's happened that way. To tell you the truth. Well, your so. son Chris is killing it. I mean, you know, yeah. one good thing, man. You got. Your sons are out there doing their thing, and your son Chris, I mean, you talk about a kid who's moved way up in the food chain. Is he going to overtake you soon as far as the best Sims in the family in broadcasting? <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, I hate to say this, I think he has. And you know what? He, 
I really mean is he might be the most truthful person on TV. And he he says things, I just go, I'll call him, I go, you know, Christopher, I don't know if I'd have quite said it that way. Well, you know, Dad, it's the truth. I don't know what else you want me to say. What am I going to do? Well, you know, rah, 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 rah. And I just go, okay, okay, sorry, sorry I asked. <laughs> but uh, he's very strong, he's very opinionated. And what I really enjoyed watching this year was everybody has all their mock drafts and their, their ratings and all this. And his never coincided with a lot of people's because he didn't listen to anybody else and didn't care. He just worries about his opinion because he has a good eye for talent and has done it for many years. So it's kind of, I, I, do, I do get a kick out of watching him on TV. I do cringe every once in a while, you know, some of the comments he makes. But he, like me, speaks a lot of facts and not opinion. So. Sort of like me. That's why you and I get along so well, Phil, for over these decades. Tony, I don't know why we get along. I'll be honest. I don't know. You know, I guess it's like, a, what's a, you know, it's yin and yang or whatever, good and the bad, but any, whatever. maybe the good, bad, and the ugly. I don't know, whatever, but it works out well. We had a great time together up at ESPN. It was only one year, but, man, it was great. I love those kind of interactions, and, you know, I really appreciate you guys having me on today, too. Well, thank you, Phil. I'm glad you're healthy. Everybody's good, and we're all I'm not going to say we're all in this together because we're not. Because the other people, all these people in New York, the rich people are moving the hell out of New York and going to Miami and California, so they're not in this together. They're getting the hell out of there. All right. Well, hey, listen. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, baby. Let's Tom go. Brady. We'll get you on in all a few right. weeks. We got. I, I needed 15 minutes on Tom Brady. Can you put together something, and we'll have you back on in a couple of weeks as we get closer? I can do it right now, Tom no, Brady. No, no, we don't have any more time. I'm sorry. We're up against it, uh, Phil. Okay. Oh, you're up against the break. Okay. Talk to you later. There he is, Phil Sims, everybody. <laughs> Now, what year were you both at ESPN? 94. 94, okay. I was there a long time. No, I know that. Phil kept moving up the food chain. In the meantime, we're coming right back. It's Tony and Harry. It's Monday. It's manic. It's crazy. It's, It's good. It's good. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more and when we do washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety you can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products manufactured right here in the u.s we offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10 percent off today forcefield.com discount code radio are work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American, proudly union. 
Let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? This is Mike Farron. If you've missed a minute of Sports from the Sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Your former All-Stars, Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss Sports from the Sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search Sidelines. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GhostSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GhostSleeves.com discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GhostSleeves.com discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. A new week. Tony and Harry spending our Monday with you. Hope you're enjoying it. A lot of uh, deaths over the weekend. Phyllis George, we were just talking about it. I uh, contacted Brett Musburger over the weekend who obviously was part of the original Sunday NFL show that really set the stage for great NFL shows. The NFL Today, it was called. With, yes. Yeah. Of course, you had Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, Irv Cross. Irv Cross, former defensive back, right? Played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. Did a lot of broadcasting here locally before he got the show at CBS in New York with Brent and Phyllis. And, of course, the great. Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy the Snyder. Greek. Yeah. Who did not make it the distance. And not because he died on the show, but because he pretty much killed his own career on the show. Yeah. When he yeah. got in trouble back in the day, and they fired him. But anyway, so we lost the great Phyllis Georgia. Started out now. Remember, she was really the first influential TV sports person, and she was a as Miss a woman. America. Yeah, as, yeah, as, yeah, a, as a woman. The female. Yeah. That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. First Stunning. influential female sports personality on television. Yeah, she now was... there are a lot of local people. I'm saying at that level, you're on a net. You're on the NFL's original pregame show. It was like a pioneering show yeah, and she absolute, was a pioneer on a pioneering absolute. show. And you know, yeah. people always talk about, you know, beauty queens, their airheads, and they, you know, what's your favorite color, what they would ask during the Miss America pageant. Phyllis George was a bright woman and knew her sports, too, and was athletic. And she was only three years removed from winning the uh, Miss America exactly. when that show started. Wow. Yeah. Nowadays, you're Miss America, you know, you're pretty much doing porn, you know, to try to find a career. <laughs> or, you know, whatever you need to do. Harry. Yeah. Because, you know, nobody even knows who Miss America is no, anymore. that's true. Right? No. Nobody that's knows true. who Miss America is. It used to be a really big deal. Yeah, it was a big, a big deal. deal. You go to Atlantic City on con- con- a convention hall. Burt Parks would sing, There She Is. You remember that, Harry? Yeah, I do. A little bit. Now, you know. do you, does anybody know who Miss America is? I have no I idea. I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. The last Miss America, and again, it's not a disrespect to the woman, the last one I knew was, uh, what's her face? Vanessa Williams. Vanessa Williams, yeah. who did do a Playboy spread. Wasn't that in the 90s? Was that in the 90s? That was the 80s. 80s. That was because the 80s. Because yeah. I believe 
Tracy Lords is actually in, I think it was Penthouse. And I think Tracy Lords is in that. And technically, if you own it, you own uh, underage porn because she was under 18. Yeah, yes. But she had really good credentials, so no one ever questioned her. That but is then... great. Tracy Lords knowledge. Vanessa Williams was my neighbor when I lived in Venice. Is that actually, right? in Marina Del Rey in the apartment. She and Rick. Rick Fox Rick were married, Fox, yeah. and they had children together. And I would see Vanessa pushing the stroller right up my street there in, in, in Marina Del Rey with the kids every day. And Rick Fox and I knew each other, obviously, because he played for the Lakers. I cover the Lakers. So, yeah, Vanessa Williams. And she had a great music. And she was talented, too. Remember, she had a great musical career. She was an actress, Vanessa Well, Williams. and if I'm not mistaken, she didn't actually do a spread in Penthouse or whatever it was. She did some uh, – she had done some nude photography exactly. when she was younger, and then Penthouse purchased those. They right. did the same thing with Madonna, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. And I'm not saying she went into adult films or stuff. No. no, Vanessa Williams, remember, she was Miss America, and then like most Miss Americas, you don't hear much from about them. And then the Penthouse spread came out, and then obviously she was a recording artist. One they, of my favorite they took songs. took crown away. Yeah. Over that. If you want to crown her, no, that was a different thing. And then, of course, she was she had Save the Best for Last, which yeah. is still a great, great song. You remember that one, Harry? Uh, Vanessa I do not. Williams? No, I don't. For some reason, I've. I've Are you serious her, right now, on, on her music career. This is one of the greatest recording songs ever. Can you find it, Robin? Yeah. Vanessa Williams, Save the Best for Last. Good piano in it. Did you just say it's one of the best recordings ever? Yes. Especially for, and definitely for a Miss America. Well, okay. For now, remember, you know who else was in a Miss America? Anita Bryant. Yeah, Anita that... Bryant became controversial because she was the original Florida orange juice woman. Right. Listen to, listen to the orchestration of this. Come on, Harry. Vanessa Williams. Just save the best for last. Right here. Sometimes the snow comes down in June. Oh, yeah, I know this song. Sometimes the sun goes round the moon. It's a great song, Harry. It's good. It's a good late night song. You're sitting around smoking a cigar. Your wife throws you out of the house, says, get that damn smelly cigar out of the house. I'm trying to listen to Vanessa Williams sing Save the Best for Last. Smoked another one on the porch. Is this what you would call, like, there's that category of baby-making music. This is baby-making, yeah. Is this baby-making music? Yeah, definitely. All right. I usually put baby face on for baby-making music, though. Or a little, uh, you know, a little slow R&B. None of that heavy metal crap that no. Harry likes. Or Jason Martinez. None yeah. of that garbage. Yeah. <sighs> so anyway, rest in peace, Phyllis George. Also, Fred Willard died over the weekend. I go back to Fernwood Tonight, which was a uh, fake talk show, late night talk show. And you know, who, you know who was else on that? Martin Mull and Fred Willard were the two guys on that show. And it was a late night talk show. But it was based in a small town, and it was really clever, clever comedy back in the day. Now, people remember him from Best in Show. Some of the younger generation people know Fred Willard. Yeah. Best in Show is probably his most famous role, but he's done so many things in his career. And he passed away over the weekend as well. And then today, we just lost Eddie Haskell, Ken Osmond from Leave it to Beaver fame. So there you have it. And, of course, it was a bad weekend for NFL guys, too. Oh, my too. God. Damn. Sun's out. Guns out in the Jeez. NFL, well, apparently. We, I mean, we talked about the DeAndre Baker and Quentin Dunbar and situation And they both turned themselves in. Right. And they both have been released, and their, their cases will be heard. But then over the weekend, Ed Oliver for the yes. Buffalo Bills, a great player from the University of Houston, got, a, what, a DUI and a gun charge Well, or he something. was driving a pickup truck. And, and he, he had, had a beer between his legs. But he had a pickup a truck, gun. 
and he had like a four-wheeler inside the truck because I guess he was going out for the weekend. Yeah. But he was he was obviously drinking and had a beer between his legs. Beer can but that, or something, But yeah. then he was like swerving, and you're driving fast above the speed limit late at night. You're going to get your you're ass pulled You're going to attract over. attention. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, especially. Jesus. And then Cody Latimer of the Redskins, he's bounced around. He was with the Giants, the Broncos. Uh, wide receiver. Well, Illegal. he and Baker were nailed on the same night, I think, right? And well, DeAndre Baker. Different, different, yeah, different places. I'm saying yeah. no, not together. Right. I'm saying they both each had is, is, issues involving. Yeah, because his was in Colorado, right. And Baker and Dunbar were in Florida. Correct. And uh, Latimer had an illegal discharge of a firearm at some apartment building in Colorado. I don't know what's going on. Stuff happens when you want to squeeze a couple off late at night. You know That's what I'm right. saying? When I want to squeeze it off at night, it's not my uh, revolver. Mm. Hey, I don't have a revolver. It would normally be like a bazooka or an AK yeah. if I had one of those. Every once in a while, you just want to squeeze one off to keep it clean. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, follow you me? You should go out to like a gun range for that, though. You know what I'm saying? For a bazooka? I don't think they allow bazookas. No, maybe in the not bazookas. Range. Guys with bazookas usually walk around some of these rallies. They have fake ones. You see the guy who had like a fake bazooka was made out of cardboard? Was it fake? Yeah, it was a fake bazooka. Nobody can buy a bazooka, Harry. Well, I'm sure somebody could get one. If you know, I'd like to know. I'd like to get one, man. You never know what's going to happen around here these days. <laughs> That's all I need is for you to be taking bazooka lessons. Seriously. Not Bazooka Joe, of course. No. Remember, he was a cartoon in the bubble gum. In the bubble gum, yeah. Bazooka, bazooka Joe. It's good bazooka knowledge that right there. That gum was terrible. It was. Of course it was. It oh. was good for like five for like seconds. like ten seconds. Yeah. The max. And, then, yeah. and then it got hard and stale. And yeah. I know what you're talking about, Robin. I know what you're talking about. Coming up, we're going to go out to Sacramento. And we're going to go to Dennis Miller later on, Harry. Got a lot of good stuff coming up. It's Monday, a lot of updates, more baseball talk. We've got Escape from New York and a Chuck E. Cheese update. That's all still ahead. Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole gang on a Monday. It is Tony Bruno, Sirius XM, SB Nation, and on Twitch.tv slash Tony Bruno Show. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the US. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. 
And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands. And protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand-formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code RADIO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code RADIO. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code RADIO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right. He may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. The last dance is over, but we keep waltzing right on through the afternoon and the evening. However much you need us, we will be here. All you got to do is call. It's fun talking to Phil Sims last hour. You know we're going to go to Sacramento, and a man who really has his finger on the pulse of the Sacramento Kings and the National Basketball the Association, as I like to call it, Harry. I'm sure he took in the last dance, Oh, everybody too. has. Right? You don't even have to be a basketball fan to have watched that. Yeah. Because it's, it was a great documentary series. And even though we all lived through it, or those of us who were alive and old enough to remember. I learned a lot, though. I still I did, too. I learned about yeah. the one thing that I, I took from that was bad pizza in Utah. Remember yeah. that. Next time you yeah. go to Utah, i got to call my son, AJ, because he travels a lot, not recently, for the IRS. And one of the places he goes to a lot is Utah, where the IRS has one of its major facilities. In Salt Lake? So, yeah, yeah. Out in U- not, I don't think it's in Salt Lake, oh. but it's in Utah. And he travels there at least twice a year, and he would always call me. And he would go there and go skiing like an early, not in the winter, dead winter, but you could still ski there in like March and April. Oh, yeah. Spring and he'd go skiing. there for a yeah. work trip, and he'd spend the weekend and go spring ski- skiing up there Park in Utah. Park City. Park City. Yeah. Some great places up there, except pizza. Now, I, wanna, I know we're on in Utah, so if anybody is in Utah and wants to confirm... Or deny that the pizza there sucks. And that's why Michael Jordan did not really have the flu, but had a food poisoning situation. Did he order the anchovies? Did it say? what? They didn't really tell you it was on the pizza. they didn't say. Did somebody spit on the pizza? Did they know it was Michael Jordan's pizza? Well, we just knew that five guys delivered the pizza, and I, you know, not five guys. The burger. No, chain. no. The was, weird they're pretty thing clean. though is that 
they who when they got the pizza, they said that they knew there was something wrong. Well, I think that's hindsight now. Knowing what happened, I think somebody's now sort of. Did they re- find any remnants you know, of the? Is, are mm-hmm. they going through DNA samples to find rewriting it? history? Like, yeah, I knew something was up with that pizza. <laughs> I told you because the guy have looked it. at me kind of funny when he brought it to the door. <laughs> you know, like you're, you're starting to you create this stuff now. I think a lot of wow. times that happens. Yeah, but I was talking about a bazooka. One thing I'm not, if I get my bazooka, I will mm. not go on a plexical barrel, because I wouldn't be able to fit it in my pants. I wouldn't be shooting myself. First of all, I wouldn't walk into a club with a bazooka. Oh, yeah, he went in with a gun in his sweatpants, right? Yeah, and exactly, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. went off and accidentally. It Luckily, yeah. it didn't destroy his life. I mean, that stuff can hurt. But, you know, if you can smell, if we had smell-o-vision yeah. here, it would be awesome. You know what we have right now? We have our force field skin care moisturizing agave hand sanitizer, because everybody's talking about sanitizer. One of our sponsors here is Force Field Skin Care. And so they sent us a little package today, and here it is. It's made with silver ion nanoparticles and Force Field essential oils. That's but, actually the facial product, Harry. Oh. Yeah, they have all kinds of products. Yeah. So this one is handcrafted. So this is something else that they make? That's, yeah, that's yeah, chick that's, stuff that for the they face. Sent, they oh, sent okay. That's for Robin. Oh, for all right. Chicky stuff. But you know one of the things that's... But let me I'm, tell you, but let me read at the bottom. Handcrafted with tequila alcohol distilled from agave plants. Wow. So this not only will be good for your hands. You run out of food. We can do some shots later on. Yeah. I mean, how bad can it be? But no, it smells really good. Now, did you try it? I don't know about everybody out there, though, but one of the problems that I've been having is because of the overuse of hand sanitizer. Yeah, you get dried out. Yeah. My poor hands. I mean, like I have like um, hangnails and my skin is just really rough and patchy. Mm -hmm. Everybody, it smells like a beauty salon in here. This stuff is amazing. I even washed my hands. Josie, did you try some? You got to try this. I have it on, seriously, and my hands feel like a baby's behind. But it's a baby's wait. behind that I have the authority there, to again, touch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's good stuff. I'm telling right you. There. And the it important smells. thing radio labels out when you uh, shelf the product. Labels right. out. Exactly. No, it's, it's, it's a great product. And all the sponsors we have, we thank them and we always use the product. And now we have a sample of it. Now I wonder. Feel if, your, did you feel your hands? Is yeah. it silky smooth? Now I wonder if that's the hand sanitizer that Major League Baseball players will be using every half inning, Tony. That they should. They yeah, should we, th- this be baseball because story. otherwise they're going to have really dry hands. This, this almost seems like it's it's a it's a fake story. It really does. But it, it, it's, it's not. It's Jeff. People Passett. are asking. Just so the in case you're listening, um, go to forcefieldproducts.com check out all their stuff and i'm telling you i'm i'm really impressed don't forget discount code bruno and i'm telling you they got all kinds of product and sanitizers and stuff but this is the the main bottle here that should last us uh, a while and it really does it, it's not drying my skin out at all i know so it's congratulations on the great product cuz we love great product on the show harry that's what it's all about you got to keep it away from canine on friday though he'll drink it yeah it if does. we run out of tequila <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll be doing shots of that anyway let's get it back to baseball because this is really troubling to me harry yes you know we're looking for sports that are going to open we already talked about the golf we talked about nascar and they're going to race again Wednesday night. We got UFC. We got Bundesliga. The NHL is moving into the what NHL phase? The NHL looks some... like phase two, and it looks like the NHL is actually making some progress, at least based on this playoff system. They don't have everything nailed down, mm-hmm. but it looks like they are moving forward. And we've been most critical of the NHL because we haven't heard from the commissioner or right. anybody. But now it looks like there's some good news. Baseball, meanwhile, every time you start to get positive and think that baseball maybe will come back this summer, I start thinking that. They look like they look like sabotaging themselves. They issued a sick. This is Major League Baseball, so all their lawyers and experts and everybody else who wants to make sure nobody gets 
uh, nobody comes in contact with this virus, a 67-page report Mm -hmm. that was sent to all the players on a Friday night. Now, imagine how pissed off Bryce Harper must have been while he's playing Fortnite with the bros on the Internet. And he gets dropped in. All of a sudden, his computer beeps, and you have a new message. Right. E- incoming email. Incoming email from the commissioner. And then he says, bros, i got to stop the Fortnite, man. I'm kicking ass here. i got to put down my joysticks. Brah. By the way, that Snell bra, man, that dude, that's my boy right there. And he's got to read a 67-page report, Harry Mays. There's no way Snellbra made it to page <laughs> three. Okay? Let's be real. Snellbra probably opened the first page and said, screw this. He's not getting paid $7 million to read <laughs> this. Hell no. It's 67, not worth it. 67 pages. you got to pay me double what I was supposed to get. And then I'm getting taxed? <laughs> It's just not worth it, man. It's just not worth it. I mean, I'm only getting paid to read 20 pages of it. I'm well, not reading 67. Now, we don't have enough time. We would need a three-hour show just to read the 67-page report. We're not going to do that. No. So I have a summary. You have thanks the cliff to, notes? So, yeah, thanks to Jeff Passan at ESPN, who was so incredibly patient when he puts these great stories together on ESPN.com. Oh, yeah. yeah. He said uh, it's really extensive. If you want to read everything, go read Jeff Passan on ESPN.com, and your head will explode at the end of it. So basically, as I mentioned, we got crybaby players getting this, playing Fortnite on a Friday night. Baseball is still has, – has, the list of no-can-dos is immense, and it's undoable, Harry. Yeah, it's, it's almo- undoable. Right. It's almost like they set it up knowing yeah. that they can't pass it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like they set it up to, for players to go, there's no way we're going to be able to follow this, right. so never mind. It is, it is really, really, really the most ridiculous, stupid list of things that they must go through in order to play baseball. Meanwhile, in Korea, they're yeah. going through stuff. They even have inflatable sex dolls in the stands right. so that the players can have some company after the games. They didn't even know there were sex no. dolls, apparently. I think they got a group a group deal. I got them from China. <laughs> oh, yeah, But it's course. okay. You know, you sanitize those babies. They're good-looking women. Yeah, double and Ds. And you're, yeah, and you're <laughs> lonely at night. You, you just played a doubleheader. And then you got Aaron Altair out there hitting a, what, a 167 right now. He's struggling. He's <laughs> on the road. He's in Korea. He needs some action. He doesn't have his family there. Right. I have a he needs a, a slump buster. A picture. Of, <laughs> so what they used is they used this is just really quick. The South Korea team, FC Seoul, they used real dolls. So that is a brand of sex dolls that looks and no, feels. No, but they're they're calling. They don't say they're sex dolls. I know. Yeah, I know. But that's what they used. This this was at the, a soccer game though, right? No, wasn't this at baseball? Uh, soccer club, yes. Okay, it's so it's a soccer game. Korean yeah. soccer club, and they're apologizing <laughs> for getting the wrong mannequins. Oh. They said, "Yeah, well, the masks. Right. At least no, you no, don't no. see their mouths. You know, normally on those dolls, you can you could tell their sex dolls by the mouth. They had the mouths covered at least yes, on the sex dolls. Well, they gotta have masks. Well, exactly. they, you they know what happened here, though. By the way, I just I totally get it. Whoever was set to order them said." You know what? I'm going to slide an extra dollar for myself. Yes. Or, or, you know, when all of this is over, I'm going to have, like, a whole harem. Right. So they order. You know, those soccer players, they learn from, you know, the best, like Ronaldo. (laughs) Right. Cristiano Ronaldo. He usually has 10 or 15 real dolls in his place after a match, right? Why can't these other soccer guys? And the women are all holding up signs. I don't know what they say on it. I don't know. I have no idea what they say. I think it says. China on it, Harry. <laughs> Made in China. In, in my tr- I can't do a Trump voice. You can do it, Harry. Uh, China. 
I know, probably. Shy. Well, it says FC, which is their the club name, and then I'm sure it's like, go, go get them. And you notice even the dolls are seated like five seats apart. Oh, I know. Yeah. They're, they're so observing. even the, the dolls are observing social distancing, which yeah. wasn't happening in that golf tournament yesterday. Like that, whatever the hell that thing was yesterday. The well, tailor made. Uh, and it was called. Uh, they have great names. Driving it was charity. for something. And the charity driving they relief. Want, driving yeah. relief and American Nurses Foundation got one point eight five million dollars. Yeah, they raised a lot of money. Yeah, and the great companies there were you know, a lot of insurance companies and health companies were throwing in money. Farmers so, insurance. Farmers insurance. Yeah. We are farmers. Now the dolls are only sitting two seats apart. Is that right? In the chairs there. So I don't it looks like six feet though. It does. Yeah, those are pretty wide seats. Yeah, they are. This isn't like, you know, stadiums in the US mm-hmm. where everybody's on top of one another. They don't even have beer holders or cup holders in those seats. Well, if you took the mask off, there'd be a beer holder right there. Oh, Robin. <laughs> Sorry. Do I give her a bump, bump, the bump, or do I give Even her uh, Do I give her a roaring round of applause for that, that one? that deserves a roaring round yeah, of applause. Yeah, normally we give her a bump, bump, the bump, but for that line that a man couldn't say right now without getting in trouble and having the Me Too movement after him, Miss Robin coming up with the gratuitous sexual double entendre. Well, I know you went through. You know what's happened now because of the, the great hand cream? I cannot swipe my computer screen. It is so smooth. Well, you're going to change that thing out anyway. Yeah, but not today, yeah. but I can't sw- so I have to swipe to different pages. Like, right. Look, I can't do it. still not mature enough to tell it like it I'm is. I'm just trying to change the thing here, honey. <laughs> I literally cannot now swipe and move my page, Harry. Well, I, I know you've read the 67-page <laughs> document. What was the most, here. the craziest rule that you came across during Let me give you just Jeff a cliff Patterson's article. So, here it is. The list of no can do. So the players, first of all, you're in a hotel. Mm-hmm. You cannot take an Uber to the ballpark. And obviously you can't take your own car. They will have buses, and there's only going to be six buses. And you must be on one of those buses, and you don't get to go to the facility. Okay. But before you start any of that, you get up in the morning. First thing you do before you pee, before breakfast, <laughs> before drinking or exercising, no. You must take your temperature. And if your temperature is over 100, you immediately self-isolate. You call the team doctor. You take a rapid COVID test. If you're okay, you can go back to the park, but you must show up at the park with your uniform on, and you must, once again, have your mask on. You get your temperature taken again. You have the six-foot locker set up. Mm-hmm. No hot tub, no cold tub, no saunas, no, no hitters, showers, no either. showers, no uh, in-person meetings your with your coaches. If your temperature goes up, boom, you go into isolation. And then when you get to the ballpark, the manager's allowed to stand by the railing, but he's not allowed to go onto the field. The players have to sit. Only the players who are in the starting lineup sit in the dugout, and they're all separated. The other players who aren't in the original lineup have to sit in the stands six, six feet apart, like three, three rows apart, and then the next person is two rows up. So all of those other people who aren't in the dugout, the coaches can't be on the field. No third base, no first base coach. And if you want to make a pitching change, you got to do it electronically. Why, why can't you have a first and third base coach? Because they'd field. be too close to a batter. If a batter gets on first base, then the player's going to be within this going to be. And then the players will talk to each other. And you can't do that if you get a single. And if the ball goes into left field and you get a base hit and the ball's retrieved. Uh, all right, hold on a second. I'm trying to run okay, them down. I, I got you. But so like, the ball gets hit, the person has to pick it up. Right. And then what happens is once that ball is retrieved, nobody else can touch it. It has to, and you can't throw it to the, in the stands of the fans because there's no fans in the stands. That ball is now dangerous. You bring it back in, 
And then what happens? Then you got to get a new ball. If the pitcher wants to go to a, if he wants to lick his fingers before he roughs the ball, he can't do it. So how is it that they were playing soccer this weekend, where guys were tackling one another, soccer style, and kicking the same ball, touching the same ball, and everybody, everything was fine? You're making way too much sense. I don't sense. understand this. That's why they're making it impossible to play the game. Okay. That's what, because if they, they couldn't agree just on basic salary proposals on how much money they were going to get, mm. you think the pay, player's going to sit through this every single day? Well, no, I would. Hell no. You know, we do have somebody that is talking about balls, just so that we know. We exact- won't do that right now, Robin, because we do we have time to do the balls thing? Oh. Hold on to your balls right there. <laughs> just don't hold on to mine. Not especially not during the show, Harry. We have a talking about balls update. Oh, we do. And it's not our buddy Tom Looney doing it either. We have balls. We have a Chuck E. Cheese update. We have Pe- Escape from New York, a sequel. You remember the movie Escape from yes, New York? Yes, I do. We have a sequel coming up, Harry. It's already in progress, actually. We'll have a Lenny Dykstra update. Does that involve him coming to the area? No. I don't want to give it away, Harry. Give but it's it an away. important historical Lenny Dykstra update. Oh, okay, update. okay, I got you. Stick around. Much more still ahead. We're going out to Sacramento. You know who's joining us? Grant Napier will be here next. Stick around. It's Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, the whole guy. Even Colin Thompson is in here. Colin Farrell. Conlin, T- Conlin Farrell. He's only sitting like six feet away from One me. One of these days you'll get it right. He's got a Rutgers shirt on. That's all I know. We're coming right back. Washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the bad boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, 
ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Back here on the scene with the sports talk and t-shirt machine. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin here. Harry Mays, another big golf weekend. Did you, did you carry your own bag or did you use a cart? Uh, Saturday used a cart. That's not a real man. I real pref- men I prefer carry- to have the bag, like to just to carry, carry your bag like those guys yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. A man who never carries his own bag, although he has many caddies in the San Sacramento area, out there in the capital city. He and uh, Governor Newsom are tight. They confer every day. <laughs> Trying to figure out when everything's going to open in Los Angeles and vicinity, especially in the state capital of Sacramento, in the shadow of the state capital. Grant Napier, radio legend and, of course, Sacramento king aficionado, longtime broadcaster and friend of the show. How are you, Grant? Tony, I am very well, and I just literally walked off the 18th hole about 10 minutes ago, and uh, no, I didn't carry the bag. I took a card. Is that all right? That I don't know. Good? You better check with Governor Newsom. Now, now are they going to come after you now because you actually went out? Is it, is it, are you allowed to play golf in Sacramento that close to the state capitol? Uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I, you don't know around here anymore. Fortunately, I live in a county that is quote-unquote open, whatever the hell that means, but uh, I know it's crazy out here in California. i got to tell you, I don't know how uh, things are uh, where you live, but there are a lot of ticked-off people out here, and I'm not talking about just Democrats, Republicans. I'm talking about everyone I've talked to. People are not happy in this state. Uh, it is not a good place to be right now. There are a lot of upset folks, and I don't blame them. No, I don't blame him either. And I, you know, there's that argument of uh, the, the everybody wants everything open immediately, crowd, and then never open up until we have a vaccine crowd. And those are the people on the extreme fringes on either side. But Harry Mays has a question because he just heard that you got off a golf course up there in the Sacramento area. And what he always asks any guest who plays golf 
is if you can get him on. Now, is it a really, really uh, good club? I mean, is it nice? It's not a muni, is I'm it? Not for, I'm not familiar no, no, with no the muni. private clubs. No, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a very nice club. Uh, I was a guest of a member today, and uh, it was beautiful. About I mean, Tony, if you keep the score at home, and I know you are, it was about, <laughs> it was about eight miles from the Capitol, okay? So I'm just trying to give you a little idea. We were close to the governor's office, so don't, 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 you know, don't get me in trouble now, okay? Now, did that health commissioner walk around? Because she looks very unhealthy, man. You know, people were posting all these pictures of the various Pennsylvania's health commissioner. But California's health commissioner looks like one of the walking dead, for God's sake. She's not how could she be the health commissioner when she looks like a ghost? I'll tell you this. My wife and I and another couple went out to lunch for the first time on Saturday uh, up at this place uh, north uh, or, excuse me, uh, east of Sacramento. And everybody was out. Everybody was having a good time. Everybody was smiling. But you can't do that in Sacramento County. So I don't know what I don't know what the answer is. Uh, I, I really don't. I was just listening to you talk about the baseball rules. Yeah. Have you ever heard anything more stupid than that? No, seriously. No, absolutely not. Not even the Jordan rules were that complicated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it sounds like they really. I was going to go for that. I mean, I really don't. I mean, I've never heard. You're going to have the players, literally, some of them have to sit in the stands. I mean, how idiotic is that? You know, Tony, think about this for a minute. And again, I'm not saying the virus isn't a serious issue, and I'm not mocking the scientists and the doctors, but how is it that the Utah Jazz were together all day? The game was stopped right before tip-off, okay? The players had had a shoot-around. They were on the bus together. Then they were in the locker room for, what, seven or eight hours after the game. Everyone in the organization was tested. And the only person that tested positive was Donovan Mitchell. Why was it that other players didn't test positive or other members of the, of the team? I just, again, do I think the virus is, is an issue? Yes. But are we going a little overboard? I mean, come on now. I know the baseball rules got to be the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. Yeah, I mean, because we're looking around the world. We, you know, why don't they put sex dolls in the stands like they're doing over there? You know, in soccer <laughs> oh games, and you're, in soccer games, and Korea's got sex dolls in the stands for the players, socially distanced with masks on. They're playing baseball every day. The Germans are playing soccer. You got the UFC guys bloodied or basically covered right. in blood, and baseball players have to go through a, a, a nuclear tank to get decompressed before they're allowed. The astronauts who went to the moon didn't have to go through the decompression that the baseball players have to do, for God's sake. And people wonder why baseball, people hate baseball. And I love baseball, but this is going to turn the fans off if this crap continues and there's well, no season. I'll tell you what's going to turn the fans off, and you know this better than I do, Tony, are the players bitching about whether or not they're going to get their full pay or not. That's really going to turn the fans off. You've got over 30 million people out of work, and you've got players that are making seven, ten, fifteen, twenty million million, $20 million a year concerned that they're taking a pay cut. Come on now. You can't talk like that. The great Grant Napier. So Monday, of course, that's the day that the golf courses are closed, so they play the member guests and stuff, right? Harry didn't play today. What's no, the matter with you, Harry? No, they were, we were getting new sand today, Tony. New sand? Yeah. yeah. Where did they bring it in from, all, the beach? Yeah, all the bunkers. Was it soft? Because you're not allowed to walk in the soft sand in, in, in California. You can only walk on the wet sand. Oh, is that right? You can't walk on the dry sand on the beaches I read over the weekend. So many rules. I know. It's just too many rules. It's too many rules. Not as many as baseball, though. So, Grant, obviously your NBA connection is strong there. What are you hearing now from your folks out there, the Sacramento Kings organization and people and players and management people that you talk to? Does it look like the, N the NBA is not – baseball right now is officially number one on the stupid list of right. sports that are trying to purposely find a way not to get their sport back. What's the NBA story you're hearing? Do you think they're going to well, finish I and play? 
I do. Here's the best part about what the NBA is doing. The players want to play. Uh, the stars of the sport have said, we want to play. And I had Vince Carter on my show last week. He said he wanted to play. Then I talked to Garrett Temple of the Nets. He said he wanted to play. We had Harrison Barnes on from the Kings, and he too said, you know, yeah, we want to play. You've got the players now saying they want to play, and they're leaving it to the commissioner and the people behind the scenes to get it done. Uh, I believe it's going to happen, Tony. Now, it may not happen until August. I think the NBA is fine with pushing their season until the end of September, beginning of October then have the draft, then have free agency, and then start the season around the Christmas. And the reason for that is pretty simple, I think. They want to try to get to a point next season, not this season, where at some point you can start having fans come back into the stands. If you start the normal season of October, you're less likely to have a season where you're going to actually have some fans. But if you start around the first of the year, it gives you an extra three months to hopefully get a vaccine, get the fear out of people's minds, and start having some fans back in the stands. So, to me, that's what the NBA is trying to do. Whether they can do it, hey, I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do, but the key is the players want to resume this season, and I think that's a real positive. Would this be one of these situations where they'd reconvene in like a, in like a city like Las Vegas and keep everything in one spot? I think at the most two spots, one being Orlando, the other being Vegas. I mean, if they're going to, first of all, go to all 30 teams, then you might have to have two cities. If you say, no, nope, only the top eight teams that were you know, in the race when the season was stopped, then maybe you can do it all in one city. But I'm thinking right now two cities, one being Vegas, one being Orlando, the east and the west. Uh, but, yeah, I do believe they're going to resume the season. I think they want to have a real true playoff format and uh, crown a champion, and we'll see. Grand Napier in Sacramento. Can you see the Capitol from uh, from where you are? I cannot see the Capitol from where I am. You can only see the Capitol, Tony, if you're actually standing on the lawn in Sacramento. I was just checking. Are there any protesters yep. out there? Because you know, all these a lot of states are people are protesting at their state <laughs> right. capitals because they want the the country open. Uh, anybody walking around with bazookas or AK-47s? Your, I think, you, know, you know, we shouldn't joke about this, but the reality is there have been some protests where people bring their firearms with them. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, this is no joking matter. I am nervous about what the next coming days and weeks bring if things stay on a lockdown. Because, again, I'm only speaking from being out here in California. There are a lot of frustrated people. And there are a lot of people out of work, and there are a lot of people that I had to go get my hair cut last week, Tony, and uh, I went to a barber that's not supposed to be open. He's 67 years old, and he was telling me that he had a letter the week prior from the state threatening to take his license away. He said the sheriff of the county actually came up and said, hey, we're not going to do anything. You can stay open. Uh, we're not going to do anything. Go ahead. Make your business. Make your money. But we can't protect you from the state. And, uh, you know, he had a mask on one customer at a time. and. I tell you, the folks that I talk to out here, they are on very thin ice with their nerves. And I'm praying. I really mean this. I'm not trying to, you know, I know we're having a lot of fun here and joking around. I really hope that people don't get stupid when they start protesting. But the people have a, they're, they're on very thin ice out here in California. No, I hear you. And again, I'm not suggesting and I'm not telling people to take guns out to protest. Sure. But, and you see all these people out there. But luckily and fortunately, they're not out there shooting stuff up. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not saying, no, look, again, I'm not condoning you take weapons, but, you know, in many of these states, you're allowed to open carry. So I think yes. it's more of a mental thing than it is these wackos. 
You know, all it takes is one wacko to do mm-hmm. something stupid. But the majority of these people yep. who are out there, they're not out there trying to shoot up the state capitals all over this, uh, all over this no, country. No, and I'll tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm not. Yeah, listen, I mean this. I, I wouldn't want to be in the governor's shoes out here or any governor in the United States. I mean, it's just got to be an absolutely brutal job to have right now and everything that goes on behind the scenes that we're not privy to. I, I can't even imagine how difficult that job is. But, I, again, I live in a county now that has just gone to, I think, what do they call it, phase two. So restaurants are open. You can actually walk in and you can sit down and you can have a meal. And, you know, it's more getting back to normalcy than, than Sacramento County and, of course, what's going down in L.A. You know, my wife had a friend that works for the UCLA health system, and she works in a hospital down there. And she told me the hospital is empty. She says it's been that way, and they get the data every day on, you know, the cases. And she said, you know, people don't even have work. She said the hospital is like just there's no one in it. And I played golf today with a doctor at a hospital here in Sacramento, and he told me the same thing. He said the hospital's empty. He said it's just unbelievable. He said it's he's, he said it's hard to believe. You know, they were pre- preparing for the worst, and I get that, but it never happened, and now the hospitals are empty. You know, it's the craziest thing in the world. You know, we just got something on the wire uh, from – our city of Philadelphia, where we're doing the show where we live, yeah. the Philadelphia, it's the city of Philadelphia, the health commissioner, I this is a different health commissioner, because uh, our health commissioner is Dr. Levine, that's Dr. For the Rachel state. Levine. Yeah, that's for the state. That's the state health commissioner. Yeah. But this is a story. The Jersey Shore might be open for the upcoming Memorial Day weekend, wow. but now people are being told not to go to the beach. The mayor of Philadelphia, Mayor Jim Kenney, is concerned that residents who go to the Jersey Shore this weekend could bring the virus back to Philadelphia. Oh, oh my goodness what, it's gracious! A, it's in the ocean. Don't the go to the beach. We're going to get the, the the they're going to get the mayor from the town where the uh, where Jaws was Jaws, filmed. Yeah. Was that Amity? Amity. What was the name of the town? Yeah, no, no, Amityville Am- was the horror place with a house. Yeah, yeah Long Island, Amityville, right next yes. to Huntington, Long Island. Yeah, yeah. no, but the, yep. where the where where Jaws happened, where the governor went out. And he well, told the people, go back, you know, there's nothing wrong here. There's no sharks. Now that's the way we're acting here. you got a better chance of being shot in a drive-by here in Philadelphia <laughs> than you do of getting the COVID on the beach in, at the Jersey Shore. Now, the other diseases you can get at the Jersey Shore well, yeah. are, are endless. And, and you can get those any time of year. You exactly. Know, it doesn't have to be during the summer. They're not transmitted by air. Yes. <laughs> you know what this reminds me? It reminds me of Reefer Madness. Oh like my this, God. this craziness. I didn't see that. I was high when I was watching it. I never really could hey, get through it. Go ahead. Hey, Tony, I got, Tony, I got to share a real quick story. So the first time I ever met Tony, uh, they flew me in to do uh, some weekends at ESPN Radio, and it was uh, uh, Tony was hosting this uh, football show on Sunday, and the rest of us were in the newsroom and doing our thing, watching the games. And Philadelphia is playing Dallas, and obviously <laughs> Troy Aikman gets hurt, and all you hear throughout the entire uh, room was down goes Aikman. So, Tony, every time I think of you, I just think of you on the radio screaming, down goes Aikman. But you as know, you know, th- 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 wait a minute, I don't Hold want on. people to See, think now, that I hate Troy Aikman. Troy's going to find this out, and he's not going to come on no, the show No, he used again. to hear the stuff. Troy Aikman and I are good friends. I mean, he, he loves me. I love him. That was just a football rivalry thing. There, I never right. rooted for anybody to get injured. That was the eleven sack game. Remember, that was yeah, like, yeah. that was an eleven yeah. sack game. So that was his, you know, history. And uh, it was his role. It was early in his career, and his offensive line wasn't good. And then they went on and became a dynasty. Yep. That was a classic, Tony. Absolute classic. Well, thank you. I'm glad you remember me ripping the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a New York guy, so uh, you're, it's fine. It's, it's okay to me to rip the Dallas Cowboys. It's all good. By the way, speaking of New York, there's a story out this morning in the New York Times that people are – you remember the movie Escape from New York? 
Wasn't sure. Snake Plissken in that one, too? And then they did the Escape from L.A., right? Escape from New York. Was that first? Or was it a, Yeah, Escape from New York was first, and then it was Escape from L.A. Mm. Well, people are escaping New York now. This is the New York Times. This is me making this up. Well, According to the New York Times, in the month of March, the United States Postal Service received 56,000 requests to forward email from people living in New York City. Come on. And in April, 81,000 more people from New York also said, hey, can you forward my mail? Guess where the people from Manhattan wanted their mail forwarded to, the majority of them, the people on the Upper West Side in Midtown Manhattan? Florida. Yeah. And guess where other people wanted to go? If you were in Brooklyn, the majority of people wanted their mail forwarded to California. And so other people, like, for example, who didn't want to go across the country, they went to other states. You look it up in the New York Times. It's it's staggering. People, and it's obviously people who are well-to-do. You know, the poor people are stuck there listening to the governor and all their health officials, and they can't go out. So you got people with money getting the hell out of New York, escaping to go somewhere else because they have the wherewithal and the money to be able to go somewhere else, probably another house. They they probably have second home in L.A. Yes. Tony, I don't want I don't want to be listening to you next week and find out you went to the Jersey Shore over Memorial Day weekend, all right? And then bring that back to Philly. I don't Trust want to hear me. that, okay? Never, last time I went to the Jersey Shore, the only thing I brought back were fish and crabs. <laughs> I don't go on the beach. I didn't go on the beach when I lived in L.A. I wouldn't even allow my foot to touch the water on the beaches of Santa Monica, even though oh. I didn't put my foot in there, and I will never put my foot in the ocean in the Jersey Shore. <laughs> I, I, I'm, there are more viruses. You know what else happens in that water? You what? know what the fish do in there? What do they do? Everything. They go to the bathroom. People go to the bathroom. You think I'm going to walk out into that septic tank? I'm not doing that stuff. Well, it's, it's a vast ocean. It really is. You got, you're walking on hypodermic needles. You're walking on feces. Oh. You're walking on, you have pigeons pooping on your head. No, Do you realize no, how many different diseases you could catch just no, by going to the beach? But that's kind of everywhere. None of that is in Avalon. Yes, it is. No, it's, it's the not. same thing. It's just people are richer there, and you have to have a beach tag, or they won't allow riffraff like you and me there, Harry. <laughs> Well, you have to have a beach tag. That means you're not wanted there. That's what that means. That means you're just a lower-class citizen. I can get you on the beach in Avalon. I could get myself on the beach. I don't want to go. I will not go to the beach at the Jersey Shore. Not I'm more this of a weekend. pool guy anyway. I'm more of a get in a boat and go out in the ocean and get the hell away from all the shoebies <laughs> and the skifozos on the damn beach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Oh man, I, you know I don't know where to go from there, Tony. I don't even I don't even have anything to say after that. There's, what, there is the no place to go. Respond to that. I mean, when you lived in New York, did you go to Coney Island and all those places back in the no, day? No, man, we were Jones Beach. We were Jones Beach. We went to the Jones Beach all the time, man. That was the place to be. We used to love Jones Beach. They had like six or seven different parks. And yeah. It was great. Used to go there all the time, Tony. That's back when it was safe to go out again. Yes, safe. And that's yes. where the concert venue is now, Jones. That's Beach. right. Yeah. Yes. That's good knowledge yeah. right there. That's, that's, not, that's not Springsteen was Asbury Park, though. He's a Jersey guy. Yeah, that's Jersey. But they'd allow him up in New York because he pretended to be a New York guy when he was really a Jersey guy. You know what I'm saying? Billy Joel used to go out and play uh, all over Long Island when I was growing up. Seriously, when he was before he got real famous, he would just walk into uh, there was a restaurant in Syosset, New York called Christiano's, and it had a piano in it. And Tony, uh, I'm not kidding you, Billy Joel would walk in there sometimes, sit down, and, uh, and just start playing the piano. It was unbelievable. So, but yeah, Jones Beach, Tony, that's okay. You could get away with Jones Beach even now. I think you'd be okay. I really do. I'm more of a Hamptons guy. You know, I go up there and hang yeah, out. Yeah. You know, I go up yeah, and hang out with there. Yeah. I go up there and I hang out with Harry's friend. 
because she's got the best recipes. Because Harry and I like to have a couple cocktails every now and then. Oh, you're talking about Ina? Yeah, Ina yeah, Garten. Yeah. We go up to Ina Garten's house. You know Ina Garten, don't you? You know who she is, right? The the uh, barefoot the Contessa. barefoot Contessa. Yeah. And this is what happens. Well, as soon as we walk into her house up there in the Hamptons, this is what she does. Hot dog two beef, Tony. That's where you want to go in the Hamptons. Big, no, two cups of vodka. In a big pitcher. Just pour it right in. That's what you do. Right there with all the flowers. It's gray you know. goose too. It's gray goose. She's pouring. Let's listen to it again now. Two cups of vodka. Got it. Good vodka. In a big pitcher. Mm-hmm. Just pour it right in. That's what you do when you go back up to the Hamptons. Grant. <laughs> Hot Dog Beach, Tony. That's where you want to go in the Hamptons. Hot Dog Beach. You bring your vodka, whatever. That's where, Tony, that, that's just, that beach is made for you, man. Hot Dog Beach. I'm not stepping in a dry, any dry sand or wet sand. I'm not going to the damn beach. Well, get on a boat, then. Just go on a boat. I'm you going on a boat. I'll go to Bernie Perron's boat. I know a lot of people with Bernie boats. Bernie Perron's boat? Oh, my gosh. No, really. Bernie Perron, come yeah. on. <laughs> He's got a big boat. I cannot lie. Grant, when's it going to come back, man? You need basketball. We need basketball. Yes. What else can you do out there? I mean, what else do you have for sports now? No minor league baseball. Nope. No. No anything. No. Nothing. Nope. Nope. And I think hockey is going to start up, too. I don't know how you guys feel. Yes. But, uh, I think hockey. I think both hockey and basketball are going to be played this summer. Baseball, I don't really know. I don't think baseball really has a clue to what they're doing. I, I really don't. I just don't see it like I see basketball and hockey. I, I'd be surprised right now if we don't see the NBA and NHL play at some point this summer. I agree. I think Rob Manfred are already much maligned right now. If this thing doesn't end and there's no baseball, you can blame There's a lot of blame to go around. Ma- Rob Manfred is pretty much firing himself with this debacle and the way he's handled baseball the last couple of years, in my opinion. And here's something else that's important to me. Baseball is a sport that's got a lot of issues right now, before the pandemic even started. How great would it be? I mean, if you're Rob Manford, aren't you thinking, let's get back first before basketball, before hockey? What else do people have to watch? Yeah, we know golf's starting up in three weeks, but think about baseball. They would have at center stage for three or four, maybe five weeks. Why would you lose that opportunity? Get it done, get out there first, and start bringing fans back to your sport. Exactly right. That's why I get out to Sacktown and get up there and all the great wine. People always think wine countries, you know, always Just like Napa and Napa Sonoma. And Sonoma. Yeah. I mean, there's great wine all the way up there yes. through Sacramento. You know what I'm saying? Amador County. A lot of, like, literally from where I live, 15, 20 minute drive to Amador County. A great winery's up there. Absolutely right. All up and down. No are, question. Are you a wine guy? I know we wine on the radio. That's our profession. But yeah, are you a wine guy? You know guy? what, Tony? No, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm boring. I'm just a beer guy for the most part. Oh, beer guy? What kind of beer now? It's got to be good, right? You're not drinking well, a crappy beer, are you? Hey, Tony, let me tell you something. We used to go to the Radisson and drink beer after our shows. You didn't buy us good beer, so don't tell me you drink good beer. We were, we were drinking the cheap stuff, man. I'd have to send an intern who wasn't 21 to go buy a case of beer and put it in the bathtub and get the ice out of the ice machine so we'd all have cold beer at the end of the night. Yeah. That's what you did. Yes, you did. Absolutely. I can't believe we've had a guy on that uh, works in basketball and we haven't asked him about the last dance yet. Have you ever gone to Salt Lake and had a good pizza? Because, you know, you travel around with the Kings. Did you know that pizza was bad in Salt Lake City? You know, I I did not know that. How about that? And uh, three or four guys there, the the, 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 the people around Michael all were skeptical, and Michael said, no, don't worry about it. I'll be good. Yeah. He was you know what? Remember Kobe Bryant? They said Kobe Bryant uh, in the finals of the Kings and the Lakers got uh, a, a poison cheeseburger, and he got real sick, and uh, that was a big thing that it was done intentionally. But you can't imagine a Sacramento Kings fan doing that to a Laker, could you, Tony? Uh, no. Not even to Vladi Divac with a carton of camels <laughs> under his shirt while he was smoking them <laughs> right. on the court yeah. back in the day. How about that? 
<laughs> no, it was, everybody loved the last dance. It was tremendous. Now what are we going to talk about next Monday is the big question. When is the uh, cheater Lance Armstrong 30 for 30 coming out, right, where Ooh, he can talk yeah, about uh, how he tried to bring all these innocent people down with him, and, uh, right, isn't that the next one? Well, it should be one. There's I mean, one there's a on lot Tiger of Woods coming up. Yeah, too. there's a lot. Yeah. This is this is good stuff, especially this, especially now. I mean, you, Jordan held on to it forever, and boy, did he release it at the right time and give them the go ahead to put this thing oh, out. Oh yeah, perfect, brilliant stuff, man, brilliant it was stuff. That's great. Hey, Grant, always great to talk to you, man. Grant Napier out there in Sacktown, as we used to call. It. Do you call it Sacktown, or is that just like a? a no, you know, a lot of a lot of us call it Sacktown. Sack Sacktown. You know, it's it's all good, Tony. You can call it whatever you want. I don't want to disrespect the locals out there, you know, because I love California. I got a lot of friends and family out there, man. It's all good. You just call it down. You'll be good. Listen, I hope you guys stay safe. Uh, be careful of, you know, bringing anything back from Jersey into Philadelphia. We wouldn't want that. And uh, have yourself a great, great uh, rest of the summer, all right? You too, Grant. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. All right. Grant good, Napier out there in Sacktown, Eric. Have you been to Sacktown, Eric? Uh, no, I haven't. I have. Great. I love Sacramento. It's much maligned. It's a great town. Coming back, 215-462-TONY, 215-462-8669. We will have a how far would you go for a haircut update and talking about balls. And no, Tom Looney's not coming on to do that either. That's all still ahead. Stick around. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com discount code BRUNO. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more and when we do washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety you can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products manufactured right here in the u.s we offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office and protection against dry skin visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10 percent off today forcefield.com discount code radio our work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use, the products that make their lives simpler, the high-tech tools to help defend our country, and the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW, proudly American, proudly union.
If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rockies broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a go sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. The only calm, quiet, tranquility base here. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, Monday. Getting that we're going up to Memorial Day weekend and we're being now told by powers that be, where we can and cannot go. I know where the mayor of Philadelphia can go, and I tell him all the time on my Twitter feed, Harry. Well, does that ruin your plans for No, the I wasn't going to the Jersey Shore anyway. I don't go and walk on the beach. Seriously, I don't hate the Jersey Shore. I don't have a house there. I used to have a boat slip. My kids grew up on a mm-hmm. boat in, in Margate, New Jersey, so I don't hate it. But I'm not one of these guys. Now, I like going on beaches where, like, the sand is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and the water is is. Aquamarine, kind of like that beach out from Juno Beach for the it's, golf course. Yeah, was I mean, that was pretty, yeah, but I'm talking pretty. more like Caribbean. Oh, okay. Where you walk out, you could see six feet down. Mm. Although the best sand is right around Tampa area and south. Saint, Tampa and Saint Clearwater's got a really yes. Clearwater and Saint Pete. Saint Pete Beach sand yeah. is like amazing. flour. It's like walking on flour. Mm. Exactly. It it and it and it washes off of you. It doesn't never stick between known. your toes, no. and even when you hose it off, you still have it, and mm-hmm. you get in your car and stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, that's the latest on that. Now, we got some updates here, Harry, and we've got some interesting ones. We talked about balls. Now, everybody's seen this video already, but it's funny. Up in New York State, did you see this? Because they're laying down the rules for tennis. Because, you know, baseball's got the rules, and now it was a, uh, an administrator up there at the uh, – what city was that? Anyway, it's, it's, I think it's Nassau County up there in New York State. They're allowed okay. to play tennis at tennis clubs. But there are rules, Harry. Of course. If you're going to go up to Nassau County in New York, first of all, you're not going to see the Islanders anymore because they don't play in the mausoleum up there anymore. But you want to play tennis? You better follow these rules, as funny as they may sound. And these kind of apply to all sports with balls, right? But this sport in particular, because you <laughs> have to have the ball in your hand when you're playing tennis, right? You have yes. to have the ball. Yeah. The ball, you're going to... You're gonna, 
to serve. When you, you serve right. or when you bounce right. it or when you pick it up. Let's go to a tennis official to find out the rules, the new rules. Every player, unless they're from the same household, has to bring their own tennis balls so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. <laughs> Of course, if you're you're playing with someone in your household, you can touch those tennis balls. Uh, To avoid avoid confusion between whose balls are whose, you can use a marker, like a Sharpie, to mark out, to put an X, to put someone's initials on that. Um, I would just say, every... There you one more time. I just want to hear the one part again. We got to take that out as a soundbite. Balls, so that you don't touch other people's tennis balls um, with your hands. You can kick their balls, but you can't touch them. There you go. <laughs> and then everybody starts laughing, and then she realizes, "Oop! I said you can yeah. kick their balls." <laughs> just stay away with a sharpie from my balls, Tony. Okay. <laughs> those are my balls. You can get that sharpie. Those out. are my balls. By the way, you notice the pro golfers like everybody knows who's who their ball is. Well, right. And, and you see these golfers, they have like all these thinking markings. Well, they were playing. Are... They were all playing the same ball, brand of ball yesterday. I understand yeah. that, but you like so they got well, Rory McIlroy had like the entire. They had like diagrams all over it. Yeah, Ricky had designs on. Yeah, he had little designs on. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you get designs when you get your nails done. Who puts designs on their stinking golf ball? Harry? Well, you got to figure out if yeah. it's mine or yours. You don't think they know? Don't they've got, touch they've my got balls. drones flying over, seeing where their balls are. Hey, if hey. they all look the same. Sometimes it goes in the rough, man. You stumble upon <laughs> oh, the ball. You got to make. Hey, that's yeah. that's my ball, my ball mark on there. Jesus. I put a red H on there. A red H yeah. on there. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's all you need to do, though. That's right. Do you have to have all designs around it? And that was uh... manufactured that way. Oh, it was. Yeah, oh yeah. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So now they're going to be selling those balls. Sure. So every strapper that goes out on his muni mm-hmm. over the weekend is going, hey, look, man, yeah. I got a Rory McIlroy yeah. ball. Hey. <laughs> the sweaty balls. Did you have sweaty balls out there? Did you put powder on it's it? It's got shamrocks all oh, over it, right? Oh, beautiful, man. That's what Rory McIlroy's had. Uh-huh. I actually felt good when he lipped out a short birdie putt yesterday. It felt good. Well, I, I did, I did too, because I you know, was on the other side. I thought I had a winner. I thought they were going to win, too. this stupid rule, closest to the pin. Isn't that like a shootout in hockey and regulation? Yeah, like what is Or in soccer? This is like a golf outing or something, and you're trying to win a putter or something? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> a big. Yeah. Now, have you put the new clubs in your bag? No, you? I have not. Wait a minute. You're out playing golf, and you're not using your loud mouth, loud bag? Not yet. It's for special occasions. You're going to save that for Fourth of July weekend and right. bust that? How about Memorial Day weekend? That's coming That's America up. right there. Yeah. You get that some bitch right out there, Harry. I got tee times on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Wow. Yeah. You going to play 36 or just 18, 18. each day? Just 18. <sighs> anyway, speaking of balls, how about the balls of Chuck E. Cheese and company? No, let's, let's do the haircut update here because I like this story better. How far would you go, Harry, to get a haircut? And you have a you have a stylist that I have does a stylist. it. Yeah, she, she comes to your house. She would come to the house. She did when I broke my ankle. But she's not coming to the she's house. She's offered, but we we haven't uh, taken her up on it yet. I'd have her come to my house any day. I of don't want to be that guy getting a haircut, and then everybody's going to rip me. You know what you, I mean? You just had we we just had Grant Napier said he went to a barber well, shop. I know. he went to. Are one. they going to go after him now? They in, might. In Sacramento. They might go cancel that barber. 
Wow. They may get him off the air in Sacramento and say, mm-hmm. the Kings, you must fire this guy. That's he right. went to a barbershop. He got an illegal haircut during Jesus. quarantine. I'm going to call Gavin Newsom right now. I got a direct line. You going to report him? Yeah, hell yeah. I'll feel good about him. I'm going to check back in 14 days with Grant Napier to see if he has the COVID. <laughs> but anyway, this guy who lives in Yuba, uh, Olympia, Washington. It's way, okay, up, way up there, there. Washington State. Guess how far he had to go, Robin, to get a haircut. Guess how far he had to drive. 10 miles, 20 miles. No, not 100 miles, not 200 miles. Not three. Not three, not four. No, play the other one, Robin. I thought you wanted this one No, I want the other one. I want the better version. Okay. I told you to get rid of that Reeker song, Seeker song. This is a better song, Harry, because this guy would walk 500 miles. Remember this song? Yes. Who did it, Harry? Uh, I'm not sure. Joe, Joe C. C knows. knows. It's the Proclaimers. The okay. Proclaimers. This guy proclaimed that neither snow nor sleet nor two tanks of gas were still expensive in California. He drove, Robin, how far? 600. 600 miles. He drove from Olympia, Washington, all the way down to Yuba City, California. To get a damn haircut. Wow. Now, now would you, who would you the walk barber? right hundred? Crank this up, Robin. This is a good song here. It is a great song. It's actually 648 miles yeah. from Olympia Dude. to Yuba City. Because California, there's some places that are open, as Grant Napier told us. Right. But in, in Olympia, Washington? This looks like it's kind of close to Sacramento, too. In Yuba City? Yes, not, it is. It is. It's in Northern Sacramento. California. Yeah. And because there was a statewide stay-at-home order where he lives. Mm-hmm. In, in uh, Olympia, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Um, he decided to go down and he found a place 641 miles 647 away. miles. Does it have it on your, like, uh, ways or anything else? In Probably. Your, where the next closest to open barbershop or right. salon now, is? Now, the salon was open despite... The stay-at-home order. Oh, so this salon he went into wasn't even it legally cutting hair? It was kind of like hair? Grant Napier said. It was sort of a little uh, on the down low. Wow. So he knew that he was going to be helping somebody out that was really desperate for clients. And um, so he came down there and, and said, you know what? I'm going to support you. I can't find a place near me. And uh, he, he drove spent, all the way down. He spent more in gas than he did for the haircut. Oh, are yeah. you kidding? Oh, yeah. Jesus. That's a hell of a long drive, Harry. And by the way, gas is, is not cheap in California, despite the prices coming down all over the country. It's not? No. But it's probably still $4, $5 a gallon right now. But this Man. is interesting that there are people from all over, um, inside and outside California, that have been driving for hours to visit salons in Sutter and Yuba counties because of this. Do you really need a haircut that bad? Like, I'd like to get one, but I'm not driving 600 miles for anything. How far do you think you'd have to drive to get one here in Pennsylvania? I mean, if the mayor finds out, he'll come down there and shut you down here. Yeah, it's true. I'm just letting it grow, man. I put a yeah. picture of it on. I saw you had a little grease night. in there. Now, was that yeah. sweater grease? You put product no, in there? That's a little, uh, little product. What do you put the pomade in there? No, this is just a, like a gel. Yeah. Put some of that hand sanitizer on that baby. It's got a little tequila smell. Sli- nice, Sli- nice. Slick it back. Nice lettuce. Nice. Bra. 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 <laughs> I like the slick back look. Yeah, we're bringing it back. Dennis Miller's going to join us in the next hour. I think it's going to be quite interesting. 
Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection. And it's manufactured right here in the U.S. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing. All of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin. Forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene. Use discount code BRUNO for 10% off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Forcefieldproducts.com discount code BRUNO. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. I like Frank Gore. I don't look at this and go, yes, yeah, we got Frank Gore. He's 37. We got Le'Veon Bell. Like, Le'Veon Bell, is he ever going to be what he once was with Pittsburgh? Probably not with the Jets. And the Jets aren't going to be winning more than, what, six or seven games at the most this year? Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Hand washing and constant hygiene may be in our lives to stay, but that doesn't mean you have to resort to harsh industrial-grade hand sanitizer imported from who knows where. Forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products that nourish your skin while providing essential antibacterial protection and it's manufactured right here in the u.s forcefieldproducts.com has hand sanitizers to use when you can't wash your hands and protective barrier gels and spritz products for extra protection after washing all of our premium products have been hand formulated with essential oils that are proven in studies to provide extra immunity barrier protection while nourishing the skin forcefieldproducts.com has the products for you and your family to be confident in your health and hygiene use discount code radio for 10 percent off to purchase your hand sanitizer and protective barrier products at forcefieldproducts.com. That's forcefieldproducts.com, discount code radio. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code radio. Welcome to the program. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Maybe the question is, and this is a little little tongue-in-cheek, whose career is in better shape right now, Cam Newton's or Andy Dalton? Cam wants to start. Right. He may be unemployed in August. Yes. By choice and not by choice. Well, he may say, look, I'm not going unless I can start. A team's going to go, well, we're not bringing you in unless you want to be a backup. I think Cam's just going to wait for somebody to get injured. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. Tony Bruno, Harry Mays, and now Dan Patrick earlier today apparently had a call from a guy named James in Utah who said he knows guys that met a guy that allegedly Jordan's now infamous food poisoning pizza. And that doesn't make any sense. I'm reading it from Dan Patrick Show's page. Right. Right here on the Dan so Patrick Show. They're saying channel. That it was on purpose, that it wasn't food poisoning, that it was maybe spiked with something? Yeah. Well, 
I, I don't know if this – maybe the guy was scamming because he says the I-team is all over this story. So Dan Patrick said, James in Utah knows a guy or knows guys that met a guy mm-hmm. that allegedly delivered Jordan's infamous food poisoning pizza. Well, I know the, So I'm sure it was pretty much a uh, uh, Baba Booey thing. The Philly Godfather's got something on this that he cannot disclose. And I what want, good is I he? Was he, who is he, John McMullen? I wanted to get him on the show to talk about it, and he's not at liberty <laughs> to speak on it. How can he not be at liberty? This more, happened 20-something years I know, ago. There's a lot more to the story, apparently. <laughs> I would not be surprised. Yeah. I, I think that, I mean, not that they're poisoning a player to to kill them or anything, but that they spike it with some diarrhea. Uh, yes, we went through that diarrhea with Phil Or something, you exactly. know. Some... So do you believe that, the, see, that's what makes it funny. He had a guy on who knows a guy mm-hmm. who knows the guys who delivered the pizza. Right. One guy or all five guys. All five. Oh, there were supposedly five guys. Finity 15 says, Visine, baby, Visine. Is that what you put on your pizza? Well, the, it gets Visine, the red out. How do you? If no, you no, what no. happens if you don't if have you, red sauce? If you spike somebody's drink or food with Visine, apparently that causes horrendous stomach cramps really? and diarrhea. Wow. Yes. Can you get Bill Cosby on a line? I want to confirm this. <laughs> I never heard of that before. Yeah. That's too expensive, man. I ain't wasted that on a pizza. Anyway. What, what do you need? Like just a drop? Uh, I don't know how much it would actually take. I've never actually done this, but I've read it. Visine. We're now getting multiple sources of uh, confirmation from people who actually have tried Visine. Two drops of Visine. Two drops? Two drops. Now, Harry has a dropper. We may have to try that on Friday no. on the show. We'll order a pizza. <laughs> See if there's a pl- pizza called Johnny Utah's or something. Anything with Utah in the name, mm-hmm. and we'll order that pizza, but it'll be here in Philly where most pizza is good. As you know, New York, Philly, East Coast pizza, and then there's the Chicago contingent, Chicago which likes the deep dish. It's good And stuff. I don't mind a deep dish every once it's in a while. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But apparently that's an old bartender trick. Why would a bartender Why would you put Visine on somebody's pizza unless it was a jerk who or never tipped the guy? In their drink. For what? For who? I guess if they're an awful customer, you might do that. Well, I yeah. Mean, this is, I'm sure it's not at the most upscale. You well, know. Exactly. Yeah, Say sure. like if Shady McCoy a, came into your place. Right, and he hasn't tipped you the and last three times. And he only tipped .000.1%. The next time he comes in, maybe. Maybe a drop and a half of Visine. Just to send a message. You know what I'm saying, Harry? you got to send a message out to some people. Well, did you see the, uh, the bar in Maryland? Yes. That has this innovative way of staying socially distant while a bunch drinking. Of, as, the, as the former governor and mayor of Philadelphia, Ed Rendell, wrote a book, We Have Become a Nation of Wusses. Well, they're just trying to keep people safe and have them come into their bar. So they got these inner tubes. These gigantic inner they're tubes. On wheels. Yes. Yeah. So the inner tube is mounted on this wheel contraption. It looks like something you'd put a stretcher on in a hospital. Right. Like and a gurney, kind of bottom yeah. of a gurney So the almost. big inner tube is on top of this gurney thing, With and wheels. the customer is walking, and they have a drink on it. Right, you're, in, you're and, inside the inner tube. Yeah, and yeah. you're pushing it to get out to the uh, area where you sit down and eat. But you can't come within six feet of exactly. somebody else because, because you'll of the bump distance. into their inner tube. So somebody got a, a, a tape measure out yeah. and measured the distance. Place they're, is called Fishtails in Ocean City, Maryland. Yes, they're called bumper tables. Yeah. Bumper tables. That's better than the stupid hats that people are wearing. Oh, with those the, are dumb. With what do you call them? The uh, the, the things, noodles. The on noodles. Them? The styrofoam. And noodles? the noodles are not. Watch noodle prices are like ninety nine cents in the dollar store. Right. They're, gonna they're probably going to be six dollars each this year because every strapper is using them for golf course holes. Right. 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 And they're using <laughs> them for a separation of people at bars and restaurants. You know what I say? Good for them. At least they're allowing the damn bar and restaurant to open. Right. 
and see those people that are out on a boardwalk right near the sand on a beautiful day, and people are going to mock those people because how dare they go out? How dare they But see, the, the, these tables will be available whenever we're allowed to serve, so they're really not capable of hosting Yet. people right now. Right. So it's people that go to a bar and, it, you know, on the beaches. It's still prohibited, though. They're not allowed to serve? No. Fishtails, like many bars in the state of Maryland, is open for takeout service only. On-site services at the restaurant uh, and bars in Maryland remain prohibited. So but this that's is a takeout. When, this is when they o- open up. I think that was just like a... A dry know, run? They only have drinks, though. They don't have any food. Right. right. So aren't they buying drinks from I think from they're just bar? modeling it right now. Yeah. That's stupid. I, I do like I hope they're, they're real they're... drinks. I'm not doing that as a photo op if I don't have a free booze in there. You How know do you saying? make a move on somebody when you got you got you know, you just, you're know, you know what you do? You're walking by and you accidentally bump her inner tube with yours. Oh, yeah? And then that sets the sign. <laughs> you know how animals have these tubes? Yeah, you know how animals have the rituals yeah, yeah. when they're out in the jungle? Right. And it's like you don't have to fight another dude in an inner tube to make the move. Right. You, <laughs> you just nudge up against her inner tube. And if you turn it just a little bit, as you get, you're ready to make the move. <laughs> And you make the eye contact, and then you make that sudden... It's a subtle... It's like, you know when you turn a steak on a grill, and you only do that quarter turn, uh-huh. just to get the grill marks perfect? You know what I'm saying here? Yeah. But, Tony, speaking of which, you know, you know that there's going to be two strappers that are going to get in a bumper <laughs> oh, yeah. fight at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you, and then like once, the big walruses trying yeah. to bump each other. Then once you buy a drink... After a couple of cocktails, you're starting to get a loose. The mm-hmm. sun's coming down. All the COVID radiation is burning <laughs> off. The UV rays are killing all the germs. And then you finally get up the nerve and you say, Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> exactly. No fault, Walt. There's going to be a new phrase. Hey, you want to slap some tubes? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, hit that. Hey, knock, knock on my tube if you're with me. <laughs> Do you want to bump tubes? Want to rub up on my tube? <laughs> knock on my tube if you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. Right. <laughs> slap my tube if you're with me. Rub a little, uh, rub a little uh, suntan lotion on my tube, baby. Jeez. Let's slide a little bit. Let's just uh, <laughs> let's start off by the little tube rubbing. You know what I'm saying? I get a little lubrication sensation on there. So now I, I'm a dry, dry rub guy. My chemical, I am a dry rub guy <laughs> when it comes to like ribs and stuff. I'm not a big sloppy mm-hmm. barbecue, barbecue sauce. sauce. Give me a dry, nice dry rub. Right. Man. You know what I'm saying? But on the tube, you gotta you gotta have a little lubrication. Absolutely. Well, then after the person leaves, right? You you get you give your tube back to the bar. Yeah. They're gonna have to like disinfect oh, yeah. that thing. Spray down, that right? thing down. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why they you have to. You should the... do that anyway. <laughs> Every time it's been you, you know where that tube's been. <laughs> Meanwhile, we go to amusement parks and all those water rides. Mm-hmm. And I know it's water, but the water's dirty. Right. And then you're grabbing somebody's tube and you're walking up all these steps mm-hmm. to go slide down the tube with everybody else's sweat, urine. Uh, feces and all the other stuff that's yeah. everywhere, man. I hope nobody's eating lunch right now. You know, what I'm that's saying? what our immune systems are for, Tony. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Okay. That's what people. You know, wearing a, when I wear a mask when I go out, I feel sick because well, I'm inhaling. You're inhaling your I'm inhaling CO2. my own CO two. Yeah, I Not need to. Br- I need bacteria in my system. Why do you think we spend twenty five dollars for a bottle that says sixty million bacteria? You know, you know the probiotics, yeah. and it says sixty billion bacteria in there. Right. I should be saving this for Dennis Miller. This is some pretty good material here. You know what that's called? <laughs> it's called good flora and fauna. Every I, I saw them last week before they closed. They, they, they do a hell of a show. They're at the TLA. <laughs> yeah. 
And Ruben Frank, I think, did a set with them. Oh, yeah. And then Mike Missinelli went up on the stage. And Flora and Fauna. You got to see them no. when we get back to normal. I saw Flora and Fauna at Club Risque. <laughs> <laughs> And didn't they make you feel better? Yes, they did. <laughs> See? Told you. Wow, 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 wow. I haven't heard that one in a while. I know. I haven't heard from Oprah in a while. I don't know what she's doing these days. <laughs> I, I need... <laughs> On the Twitch stream, I need to inhale weed and glue, not CO2. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh... Anyway, we will have a uh, we have a Chuck E. Cheese. Speaking of pizza, we got a pizza bait and switch update to come up today on the show too. Before we get out of here, in the meantime, uh, you know what happened on this date, May eighteenth, two thousand and four, Harry. I mentioned this earlier. Sixteen years ago today, the dude Lanny Dykstra played his final game in Major League Baseball. On May 18th, 1996. How about that? Wow. What's interesting to note here, Jamie Moyer, his final game was on May 27th of 2012, which was only eight years ago. Remember, Mm -hmm. he pitched into his 40s. Oh, yeah. And what's interesting, Lenny Dykstra retired in 96, 24 years ago. Jamie Moyer retired in uh, 2012, eight years ago. And Jamie Moyer is only 84 days older than Lenny Dykstra. I saw that stat today. That's I want crazy. to credit uh, one of our local baseball writers posted that today. I thought that was pretty amazing. He retired 18 years after, pl- after Lenny Dykstra, and he still was only eight years, eight years, uh, no, 20, 84 days. Not even three months older than Lenny Dykstra. He played till he was 49. 49, yeah. and Lenny Dykstra retired in 96. And how old was Lenny when he retired? He's still uh, not even 40. Not sure. I, I, don't, I don't think no, he was 40 I yet. I don't think so. Well, and it's also on this date, Mount St. Helens erupted. Yeah. Where were you when that happened, Robin? I, I actually I came to visit my dad, and I was in San Francisco at the time. And I remember going down to a... Um, a uh, Christmas tree shop, and they were they were giving away little bags of ash along with your Christmas tree oh, wow. from Mount St. Helens. Lenny was 33. 30, wow. 33. He retired at 33. Yep. Dude. And remember, they started opening up car washes in California, mm-hmm. and then the rest, something went terribly, terribly wrong several times after that. we got to get Lenny back on the show. Maybe Friday. Rob, we got to get Lenny on Friday. It's Memorial Day weekend start. What better way to get... Get us into the get weekend. Get all juiced up for the oh, weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we don't even have to tell him to start getting ready. Chances are if we get him on like we did a couple of weeks ago, he will be ready and underway for the weekend. And maybe some breaking news from him, too. Much more still ahead. Dennis Miller is going to join us this hour, so stick around. It's Tony, Harry, Miss Robin, Conlon Farrell's here, Joe C., Joe K. We are socially distanced, but close enough for comfort. Stick around. Hey, this is Patrick Maher. On the latest edition of Sports from the Sidelines, I caught up with the bad boy Detroit Pistons. 
Here's what John Sally had to say about his teammate, Isaiah Thomas. I played with MJ, Kobe, played against the greatest. I tell people all the time, the greatest player I've ever played with was Isaiah. Michael is the man. He took on so much, but Isaiah is 6'1", dude, and will take over a game. Catch sports from the sidelines on the Bad Boy Pistons anytime and anywhere you go on the SiriusXM app. Thanks, coronavirus, for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at GoArmy.com slash Warriors. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Telemedicine is necessary today. And if you're underinsured, undocumented, or without health insurance, here's your opportunity to learn how you can secure access for you and your entire family. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. Get 24-hour access to ondoc healthcare services for just $30 a month. Go right now to ondoc.com. That's on-doc.com. This program is not insurance coverage and not intended to replace insurance. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S., we offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office, and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. It's a Monday, talking about the last dance. I'm almost last danced out. As much as I enjoyed watching it, and it was amazing stuff. I mentioned the pizza thing is really what uh, what I think was the biggest surprise because we knew about a lot of the other things. But the flu game turned out to be the bad pizza game or tainted pizza. And there's never been, you know, why can't we get like the forensic files on that? Is there any way we can go back to Utah and <laughs> maybe go around and get, you know, anthropologists out there and archaeologists to dig up in the, the, uh, the dumps or in where they dump all the sewage and go in there to see if they could find any remains. You know, they could get DNA. Just take Michael's yeah. DNA and find a DNA 
from where he probably went to the bathroom the last time and where that septic, the sewage went, mm. and then get archaeologists in there. You know, you with know, the little brushes. I, I don't and know that we have Tony's to go to that Tony's brain yeah. goes into very strange yeah. places sometimes. Like right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, have yeah. you seen all these yeah. dead file shows and all these forensic files? No, I don't watch They go that back stuff. and find cold cases from centuries ago. They're going into the sewage? I, yeah, I yeah that's where you got to go. Where are you going to go to find a guy who got sick and went to the bathroom after eating tainted pizza? Not tainted love, of course, by <laughs> who did it, Harry? Right? Tainted, tainted love. love. Oh, boy. Freeze frame. No, wasn't it? No, that freeze frame was a group. No, that's right. It was. uh, Wait, don't tell me. Soft cell. Soft cell. There you go. Is that right, Jesse? That is tremendous. Let me give you a roaring round of applause. I mean, the fact that I didn't nail that. Soft cell, Harry. Not soft. uh, Not soft serve because you're not allowed to do that. The thing that that I didn't know and and found amazing was how personally he took everything. Oh yeah. Like. To motivate himself. Imagine him on Twitter back. Imagine if Twitter oh was around God. back in the day when <laughs> Michael Jordan was playing. Oh, my God. <laughs> he'd, have, he'd, have, he'd have his posse out there taking people out. He took everything personally. Luckily, I'm, thin, I'm thick-skinned, and I never had that kind of a problem. You know what I'm saying? Except with a couple of stunads on Twitter and maybe even on the Twitch stream. But the Twitch stream, generally speaking, they're, people, they're good people on there, Harry. Mm-hmm. They're good people. But speaking of tainted pizza... We have a pizza scam situation developing in and out in the uh, not just here in the Philadelphia area. This is apparently happening all over. Yes, that's correct. Because you know what's happening right now. People are home. They can't go out. So what do you do? You order pizza, right? right. Everybody's getting stuff delivered at home. Utilizing, you know, DoorDash, Grubhub. Exactly. Grubhub, yeah. All those You apps. do that, right? Yeah. Don't you use that stuff? You get the stuff sent to your home? Well, I, no, we don't do that. We just get the actual pizza guy to deliver it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. But not, yeah. But you can use Grubhub. You can do all those no, apps. Yeah, the pizza place will has yeah. its own delivery service. Uber Eats. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Boober Eats. Remember Boob, that? Yeah, oh, Boober yeah. Eats. Is, that's yeah. what I usually have. Yeah. I've got a couple of ladies <laughs> to come by. Right. You know it's safe. You know it's, it's clean. It's get, the Bobo Uber. Get Sophie D to bring you a pie. Oh, absolutely. Oh. <laughs> but meanwhile, let's get it back to pizzas here, Harry. All right. So people are looking. They go in the, uh, they go in the Grubhub, and it lists yeah. pizza places, right? And then you find this one place called Pasquale's Pizza and Wings. Sounds like a nice Italian place, It's a nice right? Italian boy. Right? Hey, yeah. Formerly hey. Guido's, formerly Nunzio's. Right. Now Pasquale's. Pasquale. But the way they spell Pasquale's is not the way it's spelled in Italian. They spell it P-A-S-Q-U-A-L-L-Y-S. Pasquale's. That's not the way Italians spell Pasquale. So that right there is it's first bobo. red flag. Red flag for yep. a real Italian. It's a bobo Italian. It's a bobo name. And then what's interesting to note here, as Vin Scully used to say on Dodger broadcasts, the, pre- the delivery guy shows up with Pasquale's pizza and wings. And guess what, Robin? It ain't Pasquale. It's Chucky. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese, baby, in the house. With the jam posse. Chucky, what do we have for them tonight? Well, here's what's going on, Tony Bruno. Further investigation has proven that Pasquale's Pizza and Wings, they are util- what Chuck E. Cheese is doing is trying to circumvent the negative reviews on places like Grubhub and Yelp mm-hmm. by allowing a supposed different pizzeria to utilize their kitchen and send out pizzas and supposedly these are better than their normal Chuck E. Cheese fare 
is what they are claiming. So that then, so so it is a switch and bait. No, it's a bait and switch, Robin. You bait first, oh. and then you switch. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. Like they do at the jewelry places in the back room. Mm-hmm. So when you think that you're getting Not all the Italian tarantella, what you're actually getting is the following. What are we getting? Oh, I remember this song. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud to present to you Munch's Make Believe Band and Chuck E. Cheese. All right, Chuck, you bring it out, boy. That's right, folks. Wait, listen to Chuck. Chuck E. Cheese. And even though this place is called Chuck E. Cheese, don't talk over I am Chuck. not the star of the show. You are, because the magic only happens when we all get together. <laughs> we can feel the magic. All right. Oh, wait a minute. I got to get my sticks out for this. What is this? This is Chuck E. Cheese in the Pizza Time Theater, bro. This is Munch's make-believe band. Yes. Not Chuck's in Love. No, no. Oh, that's that's a good song. Ricky, who was it? Ricky Lee Jones. Ricky Ricky Lee Lee Jones. Jones. This is what they figured out. So the one of the women who ordered Pasquale's pizzas (laughs) said that she was a little suspicious when she received the food, and she asked, she texted the Grubhub driver, "Where did you actually pick this?" food up from and I he smell admitted, a rat <laughs> <laughs> he, picked, he, he responded that he did pick up the order at Chuck E. Cheese and um, that there was a wing restaurant sign in the window that said Pasquale's but the husband, her husband did a bit of investigoogling and noticed that the Pasquale P. Pie Plate the name of the fictional chef in the Chuck E. Cheese universe had the same street address as Chuck wow. E. Cheese. Coincidence? So, I think not. So if you were a um, frequent f- frequenter of Chuck E. Cheese and they had the band, there was one of the other characters' name was Pasquale. Pa- Pasquale. Which rodent was that? Pasquale P. Pie Plate. Well, you know how they realized that the pizza wasn't from Pasquale? Because Chucky himself was out there. You know what he said? Mm-hmm. Knock on wood if you're with me. Knock on wood if you're with me. And the pizza actually was wood or cardboard, and it had the sauce on it and you know, some stuff on it. So now they, they, they did dozens of Grubhub research. Is that is me that? again? Yeah, it must be you. I'm okay. not touching anything. Um, you hit something. But um, dozens of uh, place Grubhub listings for Pasquale's and all Was this of just from, only in the Philadelphia no, area? No, no, no. From Denton, Texas, Denton, Texas. Denton, Texas. Texas. to Skokie, Illinois, all of them share an address with Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. So every Chuck E. Cheese location was listed as Pasquale's Pizza yep. and Wings. Pasquale Pizza and Wings. Now, and is that consumer fraud? Well, according to Chuck E. Cheese Universe, it is not what they are um, there. The CEC recently launched Pasquale's Pizza and Wings nationwide. The inspiration was rooted in their desire to create a premium pizza while staying true to the CEC brand, they said, and um, that it shares some of the ingredients. However, it's a scam. It's totally a scam. Not Pasquale Siakam up there with your Toronto. Pasquale Siakam, that's good. Not Pasquale Perez, as uh, Joe Quills points out. The Penguin AZ. It's Pasquale Perez. Now, Pasquale Perez came to the house. You remember, he was a little out there, remember? Didn't he do a lot of crazy stuff on the mound, Pasquale Perez? I think he played for like a whole bunch of teams and he did goofy stuff. Now, if he delivered a pie, I'd accept it. (laughs) If Pascal Siakam from your Toronto, the still the defending NBA champion, Toronto Raptors, 
were to deliver a pie. Would you accept it, Harry? Yes, I would. I would, too. Now, who's the other Pascal? You said the pitcher? Pascal Perez. Perez. Cincinnati Reds. He played for a bunch of teams, if I'm not mistaken. And normally I'm not. They spelled it a little differently, but yeah. Yeah, Pascal Perez, because he was Hispanic. Yep. Dominican. Dominican. Played well, that's with the Braves, Expos, Yankees, and Pirates, it says here. Pirates, okay. Yeah. Now, did he not do some peculiar things, if I'm not mistaken? Let me see. I'm not sure. Yes. Um, he... He often drew the ire of his opponents using an imaginary finger gun to shoot opponents and would pound the baseball into the ground. Um, he would run full speed to the dugout, gold chains and long curly locks a-bouncing after an inning-ending strikeout. He, he eventually also- added the Pasquale pitch. To his repertoire. He's also found dead in his bedroom. I know. He died at oh, age 55 man. back in 2012, being hit on the head repeatedly with a hammer. Yikes. And an apparent robbery. Now, and I know he stabbed had... in the neck. Wow. I, I know. I, I remember him pitching, and I remember some of the quirky things that he did, but uh-huh. I don't remember how he died. Wow. So what was he, like the Dominican Mark Fidrich? I, I don't know what he was, but he has a couple. He had a couple brothers, too, if you can go down. Yeah. There, were, there were three wow. Perez brothers, right? There was uh, Medio and Carlos Perez. And uh, Yorkis Perez was also a, a cousin, cousin of his. Cousin, yeah. So he's married for 16 years, and he had two daughters. And he died, and he was robbed and beaten to death and stabbed in the neck. Was it, did it happen in his, um, in his uh, native Dominican Republic? I'm not sure. He was an all-star back in the 83 season, so uh, he's yes. not going to be able to deliver the pizza, unfortunately. He, he died in the Dominican. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> From kids' pizza to murder, this show runs the gamut and the gradient. Yes, we do. This is our dead dog dedication? It's, that's not our dead dog. But see, when everybody's bringing up pasta, that's how it yeah, happens. It's, right? it's, we're talking about Pasquale's pizza. Right. Then yeah. when somebody, people on the Twitch stream said Pasquale Perez, who I remembered, Tony Perez, and, of course, uh, Pascal Siakam, who a lot of people know because he's a great young player. But that's also the thing you'll have with stuff where it's like, oh, I wonder whatever happened to the person. You look it up, it's like, oh, my God. I, like, like, oh, you know, thinking they just faded away. And it's like, no, something yeah, terrible died happened. died a horrible death. Yeah, like, yeah. Wow. feel terrible because yeah. you're, you know, not expecting that. Much like finding out Eddie Haskell was a cop that got shot several times. Yes. After he was, he got like, shot five times, yeah. four of which hit his bulletproof vest, one ricocheted off of his belt buckle. And wow. that's how, And then he said, that's it. I'm done. And then he went back to acting. Wow. It like, yeah. It's that's great. It. See what you learned on this show? He was a motorcycle cop. I did not know so that. So he was yeah. a chip, like the California yes. Highway Patrol? He was Patrol? a wow. California Highway Patrolman, and he was on a foot chase. And got shot five times. Wow. Or See what happens half. when you get off the motorcycle? <laughs> Don't do it. Unless you're in Philly, then you can weave in and out of traffic and do wheelies on Broad Street. Did you see that video? That was not a motorcycle. That was a that kid was a on bicycle. a bicycle. In front of Temple University. Uh, weaving in and out and almost incredible. getting hit by traffic. Purposefully. It's yeah. insane. Listen, the guy had mad skills. He did. But if that guy, the one guy didn't stop his car, he would have been he would have been smushed like a like a grape. It's insane, man. Yes, I am essential, and I go to work every day. Thank you. Every single day. I don't know why people are questioning my essential nature. If I wasn't essential, would I be here? <sighs> Dennis Miller's going to be here next. Hopefully we get a couple laughs here, Harry. I'm tired of being so serious. I know. Dennis Miller will join us next. Stick around. Tony, Harry, the whole gang on a Monday, baby. 
This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Favre here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Green Bay's not going anywhere without Aaron Rodgers in the next few years. I think they burned a bridge that it's going to be hard to uh, overcome. So I guess my last one for you, Brett, and it's uh, it's a difficult question, but I'm going to ask it yourself. I think he'll play somewhere else. You think he will not end his career as a Green Bay Packer just like you? My gut tells me no. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code radio for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code radio. Our work is something to be proud of. We make the products people use. The products that make their lives simpler. The high-tech tools to help defend our country. And the innovations that will shape the future. Some say American industry can't keep up anymore. I say our work is proof that made in the USA still means something. The power professionals of the IBEW. Proudly American. Proudly Union. Let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocket broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines. Available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. Motivation. Hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much-needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into go sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top-performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code RADIO. GoSleeves.com, discount code RADIO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Welcome back to the Tony Bruno show with Harry Mays on Sirius XM 211. I fashion myself as a law-abiding citizen. I swept up the rats in the streets in the uh, the other day there was all these leaves that are sitting around because neighbors don't care. The leaves from the winter still pile up on the street, mm-hmm. and then people throw trash. So I went out there Friday morning. There's a lot Friday of trash morning. out there yeah. Did you see the corner? No. Did yeah. you see that big pile? Mm-hmm. I left it out there for the Philadelphia mayor, Jim Kenney, because obviously Jim Kenney can sit in his office and tell people not to go to the beaches on this Memorial Day weekend because he's worried that people will come back to Philadelphia and spread the virus. So I, I had Robin shoot a video where I go out there. I have a snow shovel, and I'm, I, it literally was like 200 pounds of 
because you know the the, the leaves de- decompose, mm-hmm. it rains, they become packed. So now they're stuck it's, to the street. It's a sloppy mess. And then on top, it wasn't yeah. sloppy because it had dried out. Oh, but all the stuff. It's wet, it's was, but it was yeah. heavy because it, it was, was like compacted. a dried out. It's cow like pie. mud. It's like mud. But right. it wasn't wet. What happens is it decomposes. Oh. You know when they do uh, when they do mulch piles, they get leaves and then they keep turning it. But this wasn't turned. Cars were just sitting on it. So I'm out there and I'm I'm scraping, scraping it, it oh, yeah. and I'm pushing it. And I had to make five or six passes to get all of this stuff to the corner. And I didn't put it near the sewer so it would go down because it would wreck the entire neighborhood. I put it past the sewer, mm-hmm. right onto East Passyunk Avenue, so that maybe Mayor Kenny. Well, actually he wouldn't because he doesn't he doesn't come down here no. anymore. That he doesn't need this area where he grew up. So. I think what I would do if I were a local Yokel radio guy, I would organize a motorcycle, bus, and car caravan and get all the people to line up on Friday and go right down the Atlantic City Expressway mm-hmm. and then drop people off at their destination. Atlantic City, next stop. You know, one bus would empty an Atlantic City bus. Mm-hmm. And then we go to Ventnor. And then we go to Margate. And then we go to uh, Stone. Uh, what's the next one down there? Uh, they would let us. Longport. They won't let us down in Longport. Because then you'd have to go around and go over the bridge. Then we go into Ocean City. Mm-hmm. Then we go into sea Isle. sea Isle City. Townsend's Inlet. Townsend's Inlet. Avalon. Avalon. Stone Harbor. Stone Harbor. Wildwood. The Wildwood. North, North Wildwood. Yep. Wildwood proper. The Crest. The Crest. Then we go down to Cape May Courthouse and go into Courthouse and flip them the bird and tell Phil Murray to, Phil Murphy to go take a hike. And yep. then we go all the way to Cape May. And go to the go to the seafood restaurants down there. Now, you know would you saying? bring people back then? Do you make the return trip? Yes, or I know. Yeah, well, I get a whole I get a whole bunch. I get a, a a local bus company to give me like five Greyhound buses. Okay. And I wouldn't charge anything. Well, I would charge like the mega bus, a dollar a person. Now, would you take a temperature of everybody getting Absolutely. on the bus? I'd even give them masks. I would go buy masks from China, and then I'd do it in there, and then I'd go down to Cape May and I'd take them on to. Diamond Beach in Cape May mm-hmm. to go picking diamonds. I took Robin there for the first time, and she actually thought they were diamonds when I took her to Diamond Beach in Cape May, New Jersey. How beautiful is Cape May? My son and uh, daughter-in-law got married down there. It's a beautiful place there. Have you been there? Uh, not in a while. Then I do the lighthouse circuit because I'm a big lighthouse guy. Mm-hmm. Cape May Lighthouse, the Barnegat Lighthouse. You know what I'm saying? Absecan Lighthouse. Robin? Yes. Cape May diamonds. Oh yeah, totally I had one. I had one turned into real. a ring for. Her. I took it to a jeweler and he made a Cape May diamond ring for Robin. It's probably the nicest thing she said she's ever got. <laughs> From you, know you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. Strathmere. I don't want to forget Strathmere, home of the yes. Doville Inn. I wanted to take them down to Ed Zaber's for the buffet, but it's not there anymore. You remember Zaber's? No, but I rem- I know the Doville Inn. Yeah, the Doville Inn's good. good spot. It's a lot of great places. Yeah. People want to go out. And again, if you don't want to go out, stay home. Stay home. I'll tell you a guy that doesn't go out anymore. He can't go out out in Santa Barbara, California. He can't go see uh, Dishwalla performing at some of the local bars and pubs in his own Santa, Santa – uh, what is it? Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Dennis Miller. Actor, comedian, voice of the fan, and all the other good things, and comic, and he joins us right now. I haven't talked to him in a million years, but I used to talk to him when I lived out in L.A. Now I'm on the East Coast, and I'm a forgotten man. Dennis, how are you, man? What's up, big man? I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that L.A. and San Francisco find it in their hearts to declare 
themselves sanctuary cities for actual American citizens who choose to go out in public wearing a mask, or without a mask, maybe. Uh, That would be a nice thing to do. Now, as I mentioned, you're in Santa Barbara, and I love Santa Barbara, and I had all those bars there. Have you been able to go out in Santa Barbara at all? Are you locked in? Well, listen, uh, uh, I'm not exactly a uh, a gallivanting man, and at uh, uh, age 66 I'm not hitting the bars on Lower State Street. I go out here and there to the hardware, the grocery store, stuff like that. But, no, I don't think anything's open up here, quite frankly, as is uh, is the case across the world. Now, we we did a story earlier where a guy from uh, Olympia, Washington, jumped in his car and drove 648 miles to get a haircut in Yuba City, California, and even that barbershop wasn't allowed to be open, but he opened for him anyway. And here's the code of that story. They gave him a fucked up haircut. Oh, my God. <laughs> Christ, you go home, and, they, you, and your neighbors say, who the hell gave you that haircut? And he goes, some cat I never met in Yuba. I drove 600 miles. <laughs> Uh, Dennis, obviously you're doing a lot of stuff. I mean, you're doing everything. You have a podcast, and you've done radio and podcasts for a long time. At DMZ is your Twitter handle, and you're on social media. And I see you're back on doing a lot of television stuff. So, obviously, in these tough times, it calls for a man with your, with your mindset, where you can let people understand what's really going on out there, or people who disagree with you, who can yell at you even harder now because you're on the wrong side in their opinion. Well, listen, you go on the Internet now, all I can say is this. I've never had more people who wish me dead worry about my health than right now. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me give you one of these. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done a rim shot in a while with a live comic. Now, I, I had Eleanor Carrigan was on, a Philly girl. Friday. Friday she was on. We did. I think I gave her one rim shot. But I always have the rim shot ready just in case because we really can't have a live drummer in here like we used to back We don't in the have day. the room for it. Right? Yeah, we don't have the room. I think, uh, I think de Blasio sent out an official memo on New York City letterhead. You saw that about how um, rim shots uh, during time of corona are to be outlawed. <laughs> Honest to God, somewhere, you can research that somewhere along the line. Wait, no rim <laughs> shots? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm pretty sure that the Blasio put something like that out or his health department did. I now see that Major League Baseball is not going to allow spitting or high-fiving, and I'm thinking, my God, I know there's a virus out there. It, this is crazy what we're doing. And if you say anything, immediately they're, they're on you like you're the, the worst person on the planet. I'm telling you, there's certain places in America that should have never been shot. There are other places that have to be shot. Uh, and we should start loosening it up now. I, I, I don't know. You know, everybody wants to live forever, curled up in a quasi-fetal position in the corner of their room. I, I, I don't get it. I'm sorry. It seems, to the, it seems the opposite of intrepid. At what some makes, point, we're going to have to get up and get out. Yeah, what makes it uh, what makes it worse is, have you seen baseball gave its players 67 pages of things that they need to do to get baseball back? We got players like Bryce Harper uh, playing Fortnite and complaining about stuff, and guys saying, oh, I'm going to go back for only the half the money I was going to make. And now you're going to tell these guys that they can't go into a hot tub, a cold tub, a sauna, can't get a rib job in New York. I mean, I can't take a shower after the game. You can't take a shower after the game. Yes, New York City declares war on rim jobs in graphic health department memo. 
I didn't get that memo. I may have to check well, it out after the show. Listen, I know you've always practiced good rim shot. <laughs> they're trying to save some paperwork there. I, I do know this. The Astros have gotten a memo saying they have to use a Congo drum condom this time around if they're going to beat out the signals here. Because... Uh, they don't. They don't want any spittle coming off the high of the drum kit when they're when they're signaling whether it's going to be a fastball or a It's absolutely crazy. I hate how we've overreacted to this. And it, and it's getting worse every day. It's not that it's getting better. I mean, we can see the numbers coming down. And listen, I'm not. They open everything today. See, that's the problem. There's extremes. Mm. It's either I want everything open today, or no, no, no. We have to wait till the vaccine. And there's no in-between. And these governors who are doing this, this has been my biggest beef, is that th- how do they know what's essential and not essential? I mean, you, you're going to tell a barbershop they're not essential, but, but some other business that they're essential? Who, who makes up these – where do these rules come from, man? Well, listen, Gavin Newsom had to do a make good because at one point on record he said, I'm working hand-in-glove with the president on this. He got good results. Somebody told him, listen, you've got to get this right. And thus, I'm now receiving state-to-date cards from Gavin Newsom for next year's quarantine. <laughs> He's just trying to catch up here, man. He made a big mistake. He said Trump wasn't evil incarnate, and now he's got to do a make good. So that's all that's happening. Uh, the woman up in uh, Michigan with the IMAX screen for her forehead, I don't know much about her, but I do know this. Anytime they let you give the uh, speech against the State of the Union afterwards, they're priming you. And at some point, she's got to establish her bona fides. And listen, this whole thing that Trump is responsible for this, I look over at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's going to solve this? For God's sake, Joe Biden is in his basement more than the senator's daughter in silence of a lamp. Oh. He can't fix this, for God's sake. He thinks bottled water tastes better if you shake it. This guy should be the third guy in a Sonic commercial in the back seat, popping up with the tater tots. He shouldn't be the president of the United States. Who's kidding who? I love getting a private show from. Well, it's not well, private. I mean, we're all over on no. Sirius XM, we're on SB Nation Radio, we're on Twitch. Just like you were taking over with the podcast. This is what the world needs. It needs. It needs voices who can speak loudly to the morons of the world who don't understand anything anymore. Well, like you said, it's just common sense, some of this stuff. There are places that should not have been shut down. There are other places that could have opened a while ago. There are some places that should open today. There are some places that shouldn't open for another month. But to think that you have morons, like Ralph Northam, where is it, down in, is he in Virginia? Yep. The guy who was uh, at one point fighting for his life because he was either in blackface or a Klan robe, all of a sudden he's in the virtue signaling business, and he's going to extend this thing out. Do you think... If uh, Mueller had stepped up to the plate that day and testified, locked down the collusion charges instead of looking like he got hit in the head with a wrecking ball, do you really think these guys would be playing this in in the rim country, Uh, all all these cats in the states where the the draconian roles have been instituted? Of course not. They've got to weaponize this a little. Do I think there's something out there? Of course I know it's out there. I'm getting sick of spending half my day doing caveats about race, sex, Viruses, of course I know that, though. But we have overreacted with this blanket thing. It's idiocy. It's time to put the uh, it, it's time to put the pedal to the metal in certain parts of this country and get it back up to speed. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of power-mad guys doing a power grab and trying to position themselves to be a good Democrat with some of these stupid, stupid things. 
Now, there's a story out uh, that the president announced today that he's been taking hy hydrochloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine? Uh, hy yeah, hydroxy no, it's hydro hydrochloroquine. And he's been taking it for a few days, and now, of course, people are going crazy. How dare he take something that he read from doctors that was actually getting some results, and he's been tested every day, and now apparently announced today that he's been taking it as well uh, for about a week and a half now. Uh, I think it is hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, it is hydroxychloroquine, yes. And it's been for two weeks. He also took a Z-pack, but he said you only take one. He followed the... Uh, the advice, if you do too many, you disturb your gut, uh, you know, your uh, flora and fauna in your gut. He only take one of those, and then he said he takes the zinc, too. And he brought it up pretty matter-of-factly. And you're right, they'll go apoplectic. But this is the thing about going apoplectic for the last 1,050 days. It's falling on deaf ears at this point. This is before the guy even got in. I know the guy's at gauchery some days. There's some days I shake my head. And I go, I don't get that. There are other days I think he's doing a really good job. But I'll say this about Donald Trump. Donald Trump's outer voice is an entirely accurate depiction of his inner voice. Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, James Comey's inner voice and outer voice have never even had a cup of coffee together. That's why he's resonating. They can roll Biden out there later in the year. To me, Biden should be working the door at the NFL concussion protocol tent on the sideline, all right? He's shakier than a rescue dog in Phil Spector's house. If that's who they're going to roll out, Trump's going to have another four years, and they'll spend the entire time telling you how he's evil incarnate. But guess what? People aren't buying it anymore. They overplayed their hand. Yeah, there are days you shake your head. There are other days you think good for you. Dennis Miller? Now, where do we get the podcast? Of course, it's on uh, Westwood, Westwood One, right? Westwood One, yeah. Yeah, well, after saying that, I guess I should tell you it's on all Pravda Radio. Now, well, is that Westwood available? Now, I, I hear they're picking you up. They're picking this show up, too, uh, next week. <laughs> it's the Dennis Miller option. And, uh, and you, It's on Westwood One, brother. I appreciate your time today. How are you guys? You good? I'm good, man. I feel good. I'm, I'm going to be 68 next month. I'm not afraid to go out. My mother's 96. I went to see her for Mother's Day. Yes, I wear a mask. I worry about everybody around me. But I'm not going to go out. I'm going to live. The people that have businesses that are being, you know, did you see the story in New Jersey? Right the gym over, owner. Yeah. The gym owner in New Jersey who announced last week, he told everybody he was going to open his business on Monday morning, this morning. He's going to defy the governor. Right. Yep. And he, what he did is he took his entire gym, cleaned it out, moved yeah. his equipment six feet apart, put squares around it on the floor, has sanitizer everywhere, is a private gym where you have to be a member to get in, is taking everybody's temperature, making sure everything's sanitized, checking them every day. And, of course, they sent the police there, and the police went up with a crowd of people and said, you know, you're violating the Governor Murphy's order, but uh, have a good day, by with the way. With that said, have but, a great that day. Said, have a great stay day. safe. And they left. <laughs> and then the crowd went yeah. wild. And now, of course... All the people. He's going to kill these people in his gym. They're all going to die. Check back in 14 days. How many times have you heard check back on those people in 14 days? Like they're rooting for people to die. Yeah. These are the crazy workarounds you have to do in liberal states nowadays. Out here in California, if I'm in a restaurant, I don't ask for a straw anymore because they'll look at you like you're Satan incarnate. I ask for a syringe because that, anything goes. They'll pass those out left and right. And don't go to the bathroom on this. Well, you don't. That, they don't do that in Santa Barbara, though. There, nobody's no, pooping on the streets there. San right? Francisco, I think. Yeah, right? it's, no, it happens in other cities. No, hey, listen, no, no, it's not like San Francisco. For God's sake, I, I'm applying for a civil service job in San Francisco to run the shit Zamboni machine <laughs> down in uh, 
down in Union Square, you got to come in between periods and skim it out a little so Pye McKenzie can hurdle into the corner for the Bruins. Oh, that's great, Johnny Pieface McKenzie knowledge from back in the day. Even though you're a Pittsburgh guy, I thought you'd drop some Penguin knowledge on us, man. Well, I love Penguin knowledge, but I remember Boston Garden had much abbreviated rink. I think it was a lot shorter than most mm-hmm. rinks. Yep. And Pi and Chief Music and Cashman, you'd go into the corner, guys would be looking around five feet before they got the boards, because you know that those Top Gun maniacs had vapor lock and were coming in just to put your face into the aquarium. Yeah, could you imagine that now, that the, the old Broad Street bullies in 70s days of the National Hockey League, they would have that shut down in 10 minutes if they were doing that anymore. Yeah, that, listen, Dave Schultz hit John Van Boxmere so hard he knocked the coronavirus out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going out at all, right? So you, everything's virtual now. Now, you're used to doing it. You did the HBO, the HBO show, by the way, that was on years ago. That was one of my favorite shows, man. That was phenomenal. Oh, thank you. And I Listen, still play. I go out here and there, and I'm not going to be a ball buster. Some people are worried about it. Yeah, I would yeah. tell them I've been out and about. If they invite me to dinner, I'm going to dinner with some friends tonight. I've told them. I said, Listen, I go out and about. They go, we do, too. There's a whole underground movement going on here. This is crazy. This is the next thing that they're signaling you out for, for uh, you know, that indicates you're a bad person. Listen, if you can't if you can't go out and walk on a half-empty beach with your dog at sunset, then this is the Andromeda strain. We're all dead anyway. You might as well go down and get your feet wet here and there. This whole thing's gotten too much. It started with that believe every woman thing where you heard that, and you go, well, that, that sounds crazy to me. What if the woman's lying? Then all of a sudden there's a storm approaching Florida, and they evacuate the entire state of Florida, this effort to keep everybody alive for the rest of time so you can incessantly lecture them about what you're doing wrong with that time, is, is, it's not playing anymore. It's, it's all falling apart. As I said earlier, there are too many people out in the streets with love in their heart who want you dead if you're not as loving as they are. It, 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 it doesn't hold up. Its core, its core premise is flawed. Hey, Dennis, when do you think uh, we'll get sports back? Or will we get sports back? Um, let me see. Dana's, you know, I, I talked to Dana here and there. He's done the right thing. It's a little silly having it in an empty hall, but that's what he has to do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, baseball, if they're still as neurotic as saying you can't chew sunflower seeds and spit them out, then I don't know if they're close, but they have the virtue signal. Listen, look over at the NFL, for God's sakes. It's nice that they did this thing, but can you, if you... We're a black coach right now, and they started playing this game of Stratego, where in the if you interview a black coach in the fourth round, you get to move up five spots. If you hire a black coach in the third round, you get to move up 15 spots. If you keep him for the, if you were Anthony Lynn or somebody like that, wouldn't you say, what are you, patronizing me? Are yep. you absolutely crazy treating me like that? No, I agree with you. And people will see that as, you know, an, an incredible gesture. But I, I, I've seen, basically scanning all the different columns that I read, that most people are saying it's this, insulting. Is, this is insulting. Yeah, it's, insulting. it's insulting to minorities who work hard, and when they get their job, they earn their job. The token days are over, man. And I understand there's some rich old white guy owners, but I don't, I don't think there's many of those guys left. And if they are, who are they and why don't, don't they get singled out in their own local markets? 
All I know is, man, I heard a cat on the NFL Network call in the other day, and he was absolutely indignant. He's not in the coaching business. He's just a brother who listens to the show. And you could hear him playing all this set-aside stuff in his head and thinking, my God, is that how much help you feel I need to be a coach in the NFL? You think Tony Dungy ever played that crap? No. Nope. Listen, there's 32 of those jobs. You shut up until you get one. You coach your ass off, and then you get whacked eventually anyway. Everybody gets whacked. And to bring all this crap into it where you've got to play some feel-good game. Listen, Roger Goodell is a completely insipid cat. He's on the clock for 40 a year. I get it. But the moment he said he wants to make it the safe filing game, and then he said, but they're still going to play on Thursdays. And the player said, but listen, the only substantive thing, thing we're asking of you is not to play on Thursday. We do feel that's dangerous. Other than that, we're big boys. We know what we signed up for. We know that it's a dangerous game, but we do not want to play Thursdays. And he said, well, I care very deeply about it, but you will play Thursdays. He's complete virtue signaling. He virtue signals more than most teams in the NFL fair catch. And it gets tired after a while. Who do I think is going to step up and play? It might be the NFL, but I get a feeling they can't come right out of the box and play because they'll get laid into it. He's not a strong enough guy. It's not like you're dealing with Kennesaw Landis over there. So he'll fudge it around a little. I think baseball will get back in. But like I said, is it going to be baseball? Are you allowed to sweep tag somebody at second, or are you condemning them to a death in a viral colony? It's absolutely crazy what's going on. I admire Dana White for stepping up and just saying, listen, I'll play by the rules, but enough is enough. We've got to get back to the living, man. That's what I feel like. It's Morgan Freeman at the end of Shawshank. Get busy living or get busy dying. Exactly right. That's, that's the bottom line. And I mean, you and I feel alike on this. You know, there are people who say, you know, these people who want to open businesses, is, is saving your business and your life savings more important than living? <laughs> that is your life. If you don't have that, what, what, what is your life worth if you have no business that you invested your entire life savings and heart and guts into trying to keep open and being told that it's not essential by some moron sitting in a state capitol who has no clue what's essential? Yeah, this, this is the life I want. I want to sit in a fucking sandbox like Brian Wilson after he flipped for the rest of my life. For God's sake, get on with it. Um, he wrote some great music during that time. Well, yes, he, he had he his did. feet yes, in the sand yes, in his he, living room. Yes, yeah, he but did. even he eventually, <laughs> if even he looked up at the wife and said, what the hell have you let me in the sandbox for the last five years? Let's go get a Tommy's burger. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the world has come close to an end when people are ordering pizza thinking that it's from Pasquale's and it's actually Chuck E. Cheese. That's another <laughs> one of the big stories out there. Chuck E. No, Cheese. look for you always look for the pebbling on the bottom of the Zot, and you'll know it's from the Chuckster if you look for that pebbling on the bottom. <laughs> well, Dennis, it's great catching up with you, man. Always love uh, the Sardon. Uh, good to talk to you, brother. Who's your cohort there? What's That's name? Harry Mays, and then Miss Robin's the producer, and, and we just have fun every day. I've done this my whole life. I just have fun every day, no matter what's going on. you got to yeah, look at the positive. Pro. Thank Listen, you, how long, I've known you for ages. Uh, we haven't talked to you. I'm not trying to feign congeniality, but I've always, we talked years ago. I used to always love the thing that Warren Beatty and uh, Dustin Hoffman and Jack Nicholson, uh, they, they lived the life of pharaohs, but they would call each other pro because at the end of the day, they dug the fact that they were professional. And when I talk to a guy like you, that's what pops in my head. I go, he's a pro, for God's sake. That's how you stay around for 35 years. You don't have to plant the uh, flag in every uh, Everest peak. 
You get to a base camp, you stay within the Peter Principle, then you make your advance up, you use your head, and you go out periodically. You know, I saw Joe Biden out about today. He's wearing a mask. It's an eye mask. And he might be the president of the United States. Dennis Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dennis, great to talk to you again, man. Appreciate the time, buddy. Later, kid. There he is, Dennis Miller, ladies and gentlemen. That's Dennis DMZ on Twitter. Not the demilitarized zone. No. Dennis Miller zone. Ah, oh, there it is, Harry. Another one in the books, as they like to say on radio stations. Dennis took it right to the post. Yes, yes he, he did. did. The pro. Want to thank Dennis Miller, Grant Napier, Phil Sims, and all the other people who checked in today. <laughs> Even Conlon Farrell has been sitting here in total disbelief, awe, and amazement <laughs> and bewilderment. And Joe C. and Joe Krause and everybody else. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be safe out there. And God bless America. It's still the greatest country on earth. <laughs>